1935, Springfield placed a lifetime ban on comedian Johnny Big Tuna LaRue after he referred to the city as half a feather short of a goose bat. Right here in incensed Springfield, Missouri. Live to a hard drive from the 16th floor of the Hammonds Tower. You'll see Springfield Mo America's number one podcast about restaurants in Springfield, Missouri. My name is Andy Carr. And I'm <laughs> Dan Howell. What's this? Well, you did yours so fast that I thought it would be fun if I did mine slow. Okay. It was very fun. <laughs> I, think you, I think you were right about that. Thank you. How's it going, Dan? You know, Andy, it's going. It's a bit of a... Hmm, how do I put this? I think this is a term that I'm coming up with. It's kind of a bittersweet symphony <laughs> right now, Andy. <laughs> Things are changing. The show is hurtling to its end. And uh, I, I don't I don't know if I'm ready. Yeah. I don't know not? if I'm ready. No, no, I'm ready. I'm definitely I've, I've been ready. I'm so ready. I'm both ready and not ready. I'm sure I'll miss it a lot. But boy, yeah. oh, boy, do I wish I wasn't working on it all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In Bittersweet Symphony, does it say Bittersweet Symphony? Wadaliacha. <laughs> what is that next line? I think he says. That's all, folks. <laughs> I think he says, that's all, folks. Uh, guess, do you have any way to bail us out of this? Because it's a bittersweet symphony. That's life. Yes. Oh, wow. That's life. Wow. I think. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you can introduce yourself if you like. Hello. My name is Jeff Houghton. I am the guest. Hello, Jeff. Welcome back to the show. I'm so happy to be here. Two-time champ. Uh-huh. Gonna what? get it right this time. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rainy Saturday morning. Sure is. Today, whereas I think last time you were here late on a weeknight, which we that, almost never do. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's my that was my pre pandemic life. I was just so crammed with everything. I was just like, what if I can do it? Uh can I do it uh late on a Wednesday? Sure. Uh-huh. Anyway, I'm enjoying not being that way so much anymore. Yeah, tell us a little bit more about that. <laughs> well, listeners. <laughs> I had a TV show, Past Tense, The Mystery Hour, Mm -hmm. and um, I have taken it off of television as of like two weeks ago, Mm -hmm. um, much to the same way you guys are doing that, making that decision. And um, although I know uh, geographical circumstances force your hand, but yeah, you know. (laughs) Yeah, so I decided they, they did have the to will. pull us off of the uh, Baltimore Fox affiliate uh, <laughs> because of lack of interest. Uh, d- 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 unlike your show, d- 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 it was your choice. They, right, they just right. booted us. <laughs> the Baltimore affiliate. <laughs> so uh, your show yeah. has no video. <laughs> <laughs> just a black screen uh-huh. and us talking about restaurants uh-huh. in Springfield for an hour and 45 minutes sometimes. <laughs> we, we won't make you stay that long. Jeff. We're getting the impression <laughs> that your show is just audio uh-huh. and we're a TV station. Uh-huh. <laughs> this can't last. Still ran for three seasons. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> well, I was at your last show, Jeff. Had a oh, great time. Yeah, thanks. Uh, and I know I said some of this in the message that I sent you to try to convince you to come back on the show, but <laughs> uh, I really enjoyed the retrospective a lot and how candid you were about how close the show came to being like a, a real, not that it wasn't real, but like a national show. Yeah. Uh, a bunch of times. Yeah. <laughs> seemingly. Yeah. It's funny because like I didn't tell anyone any of that while it was happening, mm-hmm. even people with the mystery hour, because I knew that like what feels like close isn't actually close. Uh-huh. So like 
I had big important, what felt like big important meetings and went down the road with some companies. But I know that like LA or, or Hollywood or big opportunities means meetings that lead to meetings that lead to meetings that lead to meetings yeah. that lead to maybes. And so I didn't want to bring people along for the ride. But when I was like, hey, I've taken it off TV, I was like, oh, I can tell these stories uh-huh. now. <laughs> so yeah, we had some opportunities that like... Some of them were heartbreaking. Yeah, I knew enough to know to not get too emotionally yeah. attached to the potential. But a couple of times, I still let myself do it. And those mm-hmm. were the heartbreaking times. Oh, yeah. So. Well, the, the structure of the retrospective was, what were there, like nine nine writer cast members up there? Yeah, so. And then you. So one of them would share their favorite sketch and sort of tell the origin of that mm-hmm. sketch. And then Jeff would tell a sad story about the time that the show <laughs> didn't quite make it national. And, and then another person would share, and Jeff would tell another sad story. It wasn't, and that wasn't the plan. It was like in that moment, I was like, "Oh, I can tell these stories yeah. now," but I hadn't figured like, "Oh, they're all they all have sad endings." <laughs> well, I liked that a lot. I, I thought that it was really cool to hear about that, and also that you were in pretty good spirits about it. I started thinking about it like a year and a half ago, maybe right before the pandemic. I had an assistant that worked with me, and she was like, "You know, uh, your life is." crazy mm-hmm. it is hectic and frantic yeah. i was a uh, a frog in a pot boiling right so like it just kept becoming a little more a little more a little more a little more and i didn't really notice but she came in when it's boiling and she's like hey it's boiling in here uh-huh. <laughs> we, got, we gotta get this dang frog out of there <laughs> get out of there man <laughs> this frog got to be about ready to eat <laughs> <laughs> so i uh that's when i first started thinking about it. i'm glad i had started before the pandemic because it was hard to differentiate the depression tendencies within the pandemic mm-hmm. it's hard to remember real life you know like wait what do i what do i actually like what do i spend my what do i like spending my time yeah. on mm-hmm. so then yeah it was a year of agony but then like february or so i was like all right i've decided i've mostly processed this and then like i announced you know like three weeks before final taping like at the end of may and everyone's like oh man and i'm like actually i'm good i feel yeah. good now. <laughs> it's, it's not new to me so yeah. uh-huh yeah so now that it's done, how do you feel? Mm, thank you. Um, You're welcome. Let me tell you about <laughs> me and my decision-making ability. I agonize over everything. I always think I'm making the wrong decision. Just agony, agony, agony. And I, I don't have any regrets right now. So like, I feel pretty good. So to have gotten done with it, the last taping, I thought I was going to like crash emotionally. But I didn't. It feels pretty good. I think I really did the process. And like... 2020 i was entirely depressed yeah and that had a large yeah. part to do with it so i, I did all that earlier <laughs> so i did <laughs> yeah, you're not good, like you know? already mourned it i'm more yeah it really is mourning like yeah. it's a death of sorts and like it's like you know this silly show that i made up and stuff but like it really meant a lot to me and meant a lot to a lot of people so it really was a whole like process with it but yeah now i do feel feel pretty good on it. i'm still a little lost as to what's next and mm-hmm. stuff but luckily the mystery hour was never where I got my income. <laughs> well, that's great to hear as a couple creators who have we've we've also gotten that's close to breaking word. Uh, on a national level a number of times. Uh-huh. I, I, I won't say what that number is. Um, I would place it in the category of real numbers um, if we're talking <laughs> mathematics, um, because I believe zero is included <laughs> in, in that base. Now, zero is um, the absence of a number. <laughs> <laughs> You're the absence of a number. <laughs> I don't know. That's okay. Good. That's a good one. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Well, you're still going to put stuff out under the Mystery Hour name. Is that the plan? Yes. 
so part of my dilemma was, you know, this idea of like sunk costs. I was like, I've put a, I've sacrificed a lot mm. and put a lot of work into this. Oh, we've talked sunk cost before <laughs> here on the show. <laughs> yes. There's got to be something on the other <laughs> yeah. side. There has to be something on the other side. Like there has, to, I put all this work in like, and like financially, you know, it was like, uh, not great. I, but the early years I'd moved to LA and come back. And then I was like, uh, I got to do this show. So that's where my priority was and less on like building a financial future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, so there's got to be some, I there's got to be some reward at the end of this. I, I've done all this work. And so when I came to terms with like, there isn't, and this is what it is, that's fine. I was like, okay, so what elements of it do I like? What do I want to keep? Yeah. What elements is there an opportunity for me to transfer into a financial career? So I launched the Writer's Room Creative Ad Agency, Creative Comedy Agency for brands that want comedic videos or agencies that say, hey, our brand that we work with wants some comedy. We don't have those people in-house. So I started that and it's been pretty good. I have a bunch of projects going on. And then the other side I really liked of it was the live show. Being on TV doesn't feel like anything. I, and I don't know if you guys feel this way because we're in a room without an audience. Yeah. Mm. Though you know you know there isn't intellectually there's an audience out there, but we've, they aren't here. That double sided mirror. We've done there. some live some live stuff. Mm-hmm. And it definitely feels different. Yeah, yeah. there's an energy uh, to it. Yeah. As we were adding markets and stuff, I was like, so now we're on in Charlotte, I guess. I don't watch it. Mm-hmm. I don't I'm there not in Charlotte. We're on there in theory. Yeah. <laughs> yes. There aren't throngs of fans being like, we're glad you're here. So I like the live show. So we're going to keep doing a quarterly live in person yeah. show. We have some dates in a venue. It won't be the Galois, but it's a little up in the air right now. We're going to do one in September. Now I'm feeling a little odd with the Delta variant. Yeah. I'm not sure about uh-huh. planning. Yeah. The idea is September, December, February, April. And then I travel and host events is kind of the other thing I do. Yeah. So. Are you going to do a second season of either of your podcasts? Oh, great question. Hey, thanks again. (laughs) (laughs) I should get your guys' advice on this. So I've done two. Don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Not worth it. Make something where you are. I liked it. It was good. It was kind of in this busy phase for me where I was like, okay, now I do this and here I can move on. I might be able to grow it some more. People really like that message and... I don't know if it'd be the exact same thing. And then the new hip podcast where I interview old people about their lives. Which I believe had yet to come out. Uh, yeah. Whenever. Oh, yeah. I think you were just doing some of those. or I don't believe it had released whenever you were last on. It was one of those pandemic projects that was always on the back burner. And then I, this last fall, I was like, I got some time. I love doing it. It's a, a lot more work than just straight interview. Because I would interview these folks and it'd be like three hours and i was like no one wants to listen and, to this you have to cut it down so it would edit it and yeah. cut it down and stuff and i was like boy this is a lot of hours so mm-hmm. i really like it so i'm kind of determining just kind of cost benefit on we've time. never had to do that all our guests are <laughs> perfect at <laughs> orating <laughs> perfect at orating were you editing or were you working with somebody i was doing it on yeah. that one Make something where you are. I had like an audio engineer. I've never written a story like i've written articles and stuff yeah. like that for 417 here and there but i've never written a where I take a three-hour interview and then I'm inserting, moving the story along sure. and then setting up their quotes and stuff. Yeah. And uh, so I'm sure if I did it a lot, it be se- could become second nature. But for now, it was pretty arduous. Yeah, it's it's hard to find. Like it's a skill to find an arc uh, from a from a lot of material like that. Yeah. B- before the mics went on, I told you about somebody who came in and, and did that with me the other like the other day. That person did a good job of telling the story, but then I had to go back and I took ten minutes worth of material and form formed it into a like 
cohesive audio story. And that took takes, took like three hours. Oh, yeah. Yes. It takes a long time. It takes oh, yeah. more time to reduce something. Taking three hours and making it 10 minutes or whatever is much more work than you think. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it makes me think of like documentaries where they take 400 mm-hmm. hours and turn it into a 85 uh-huh. minute feature film. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and a, a conversation between two people can j- jut off in a hundred different directions and it's okay. Yes. Uh, but then whenever it's the idea is to have one person tell their story or even two people and one person's in, you know, being interviewed or whatever, totally different and you want to make it listenable and enjoyable and uh-huh and you realize like i've realized in writing stories people speak in sentence fragments mm-hmm. and so like it's hard to get a it's hard to font nab a full quote like i just did it i started and stopped, yeah. started oh, yeah. and stopped. Yeah. it's just how you talk is so different than how you write well what's uh why don't you tell us a couple of your favorites from the new hip if people want to go back and listen i will say i love the stories like they're i think they're so cool so the first idea was that like the elders all have interesting stories. We we kind of put them out to pasture and think of them as sweet or crabby or like nothing relevant to add. But like in their day, they live these like vibrant, interesting lives and they still have a lot to offer. As I was doing it, I was getting these like remarkable stories and I was like, I can't do remarkable stories than ordinary, the remarkable, ordinary, ordinary. So I was like, I'm just going to do a six episode season. Probably my favorite one is this woman, Ilga Weiss. She used to be an instructor at Drury. Um, she's in her upper 80s. She grew up in Latvia when World War II started. So they were occupied. Latvia oh, was. Oh, sounds boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Latvia was occupied by the Russians since like 1941 or something. Mm-hmm. Going to start sending people to Siberia uh, to work camps, including her father. Her, they find out they're on a list and they're going to be going to Siberia. Her mom and her and a neighbor and other kid flee into the woods to hide from the Russians so they don't get sent to Siberia, waiting and hoping for the Nazis to arrive because they might treat them better than the Russians, not oh, knowing what they are. They had to like hide out in this apartment building or something. The Nazis get there, but then they start retreating because the Russians are coming back. So they have to flee over this bridge right before it gets bombed. They get on a ship, and then they go back to walking in different woods. And then they get sent to a German, uh, not a concentration camp, but one of the forced labor camps. Mm-hmm. Then one day they say, all the Jews get on this train, and non-Jews go back you're on the you're out in the woods and so they have to they have to (laughs) be walking in front of the russians moving this way and then the nazis are in the direction where they're going it's this crazy survival story and she just lives in springfield Uh anyway that's too long but then also elvis is a guitarist who lives lived in springfield i interviewed my grandma i interviewed this guy who was a city manager during integration in the south who like he was on the side of integration, working with racist sheriffs and super interesting stories. So. Yeah, that's awesome. The new hip on wow. any po- anywhere you listen to podcasts, anywhere you listen except to podcasts. Apple because Jeff hates <laughs> Apple, <laughs> except the easiest one. Andy and I ate a bunch of hot stuff last week. That's kind of <laughs> that's <laughs> what we're doing with our lives. Yeah, I was thinking about you know the worst thing that happened this week was like Walmart was out of the frozen burrito that I like. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, we have it hard. Looking at a couple (laughs) concerts I might charge to the old credit card. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, thank you for coming back on, Jeff. I'm very excited to see what the future holds for you. And congratulations on ending something that uh, was really special to a lot of people. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. I was worried I was failing. I was worried I was quitting. And then a friend said to me, uh, 
you didn't quit. You finished. Yeah. yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, I finished. Mm-hmm. I finished it. And uh, the event was a fitting conclusion. Had a great time. Thanks. You know, felt, I was, felt like the old days. I was just glowing for days. No show has ever gone perfect in my mind. So I'm always like nitpicking. Uh-huh. And that one, I was like, it went perfect. I loved it. Yeah. It was great. So It was, it was a mystery hour show. It yeah. felt like another one. <laughs> it was another one. No, in a, in a positive way. Like yeah. it, you ended up just doing the thing you've always done and yeah. doing it the way you've always done it. Thanks. It was well, great. Me, I, has anyone asked you guys how you feel about ending this? Uh, very mi- mixed. Uh, yeah. Mixed, yeah. Excited to do something different with my life. Uh-huh. Also, uh, kind of afraid. <laughs> Yeah. Because this is the, like I've had projects my my whole life since I was a teenager, and this is the first time that stuff is really I've, I've done something that people cared about. Yeah, uh, and I'm gonna go back to just not doing anything anyone cares about. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> Except for my students. Yeah, uh, your life will different. become a project. Yeah. Uh, at least for a, a, a stretch here. Um, there is and- like a feeling of like whatever you call that is if it's like relevance or connection, but connection with some broader thing. And I'm speaking for myself, but like people that know you for something that you're proud of that you made yeah that's a hard thing to like choose to walk away from yeah uh how do you feel about it dan i feel like i always answer when people ask because my life is the one going through the major change i feel pretty good i think the show is definitely uh you know not, not run its course but like we got all the big restaurants out of the way we were having a hard time like this, uh, our last two restaurants, this being the penultimate restaurant, uh, are like kind of weird conclusions. Like we could have held on to other places. I like we have our reasons for doing this week's place, but uh, uh, yeah, I I don't know. I I, th- I think it's it's time for it to end. I'm excited to do something else. I've talked about doing something else, and I'm also you know. I'm trying to change up my life too. I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I've been studying uh, did, uh, tarot. I've been studying tarot <laughs> and uh, the effects of witch hazel on uh, all orifices. <laughs> all, uh, all every, is a great... any orifice you can imagine, folks. Uh, witch hazel will dry it out. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I, I've been studying uh, some, some computer technology stuff, some coding, trying to uh, get a grasp on that. So I'm, I'm excited to not have to put in the, the uh, minimal compared to Andy amount of time and effort that i do put into the show but uh your time and effort is not insignificant amount of time it still takes time to go eat the restaurants and i mean invite people to be on the show for the third act and i got my 40 hour a week job down at the old sawmill still and uh you know trying to learn and trying to do that and getting big old splinters Uh and it's hard to type with those but uh you know I'm, i'm i'm doing it all i'm 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 a I'm a big girl in the city right now, so I, I'm, I'm pretty excited. Uh, also, yeah, I still want to release stuff with Andy. And I'm going to do my own podcast. Yeah. It's going to be stupid and crazy. <laughs> and, uh, freaks are going to love it. Yeah, this feed's not going to die. It'll, it'll probably be a few months before we put something else out after it's done. The motto we'll do is more. still, cowards go dark. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it'll be dark for a little bit, but, you know, we're not cowards. <laughs> All right. 
I was going to tell another story, but we'll, we'll save it for uh, the, the Friday bonus episode that's going to come out, Ooh. if I remember to do it. Ooh. We're recording three episodes this weekend, mm. and I'm actually doing a, I'm, I'm doing another podcast tomorrow also. <laughs> what? That's right. A podcast without me? Uh, I was invited to come talk about Bruce Springsteen on Are You, on Are you There Pod. Oh, that makes me so freaking mad. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> then my old friends who do a podcast ask me to go on and talk about a thing I love that They're my you don't have a particular interest friends, in. They're my too. <laughs> they're good friends of my girlfriend. How dare you? So they're basically my friends, <laughs> even if I don't ever hang out with them. <laughs> anyway, thanks for that great question, Jeff. Thank mm-hmm. you, Jeff. Uh, mm. all right. Thank you for being here. Oh, it's so nice. <laughs> yeah. I love being on podcasts. Isn't it the best? <laughs> it's it's also so fun to be on something like this that I'm not hosting. Mm-hmm. Mm. Because like I'm always when I'm hosting, I'm sure you guys are the same. You think about okay, where we go next? How long are we on this? And you're just thinking about all those things. When you're a guest, you get it just kind of f around, and you can yeah. take it off into tangents, and it doesn't matter. The F stands for fun. <laughs> you just get to fun around. You get to fun around. Yeah, I let Andy think about all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, uh, I love going on other shows for exactly that reason, mm-hmm. and that's one of the best things about doing a podcast. People listen to is it gives you an excuse to go on other ones and talk about stuff you actually yeah. care about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now yeah. we're podcasters, not food, and, and, and podcasters congregate together. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get into the restaurants for today. Mm-hmm. We were originally just going to cover Galloway Grill, but something happened. Dan, do you want to tell us what happened? I uh, This was all set with Jeff and everything. We had the Galloway <laughs> Grill set up, and then Dan. We've been talking about doing Galloway Grill as like one of the last episodes for uh, a very long time. I believe lightning just struck the tower. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, no, the town's clock tower. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's going to know what time it is. Everybody's going to be late to everything. The, the clock on the Hammonds Tower here is so small. <laughs> it's <laughs> like a wristwatch. Really close. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I I went to the wrong place. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I I'm a classic not, mistake. Though. Yeah. A, cl- a very classic mistake. A, a classic in that I'm sure that it happens all the time to people trying to go to Galloway Grill or Galloway Station. Uh, but also classic in that it's a very Dan move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not the first time I've done something well, like this for the show. Dan sent his his order. So, you know, we try to send what we got uh-huh. and uh, so that he and I don't to double claim up. Dibs. Claim dibs. Yeah. yeah. And I looked at it, it's like, hmm, I didn't, don't remember those on the menu, but that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> so then I went to go maybe order it that day, too, and I knew that Dan had gone to <sighs> Galloway Station oh, instead. Yeah. And then I, I messaged Jeff and said, hey, this is a thing that happened. Uh, if you're interested, <laughs> I don't want to you know, make you feel like you have to do this, but if you want to go to Galloway Station also, we'll talk about both. And here's the thing. What is this? The fourth to last episode, Andy? Uh, fifth. Fifth. Is that right? Yes. I'm trying to think of what episode, if it's four or five. That we did both Ziggy's and Springfield Family Restaurant. Springfield Restaurant. Oh, yeah. that's a class. That'd be an easy one to make. Yeah. 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 So we doubled up all those years ago. And uh, we're doubling up again here today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jeff Oden. This is episode guys. 160, by the way. Wow. Wow. So, uh, there's a certain number of bonus episodes, too. Yeah. 30 something. Some 30. 30 something yeah you're gonna hit 200 i don't know we'll see what the last episode number is (laughs) i'm a pacifist (laughs) (laughs) all right let's get into this Uh, i just threw this together uh today because i i 
I went to a, a small gathering last night, and I got to say, Irish sex shits are back, baby. Mm-hmm. Didn't say bye when I left. Loved it. Yeah. <laughs> Did I get any texts about where I was? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> sure didn't. <laughs> Does it feel great like it always did? Yeah, it sure did. Yeah. Love that. Love to wake up and find out nobody cares you were gone. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you this? We got moved. The mystery hour got moved from 9 to 1230 hmm. uh, this spring. and uh, PM to AM? PM to AM. Okay. So still at night-ish, right? Sure. But, uh, no one ever mentioned it. <laughs> 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 no one was ever like, hey, where's the show? And I was like, Oh, maybe we should go off the air. Yeah. If no one notices. <laughs> you guys moved from like old person nighttime to young person yes. nighttime. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't care. <laughs> All right. So uh, most of this information comes from a newsletter article by Mike Penprazy, originally published in 2007. Like I said, uh, I accidentally slept in two hours later than I intended today. See, I didn't set an alarm because I just figured my body usually wakes me up around 7 a.m. But I. I uh, got up at nine and we started here at 11 and I got to get, I got to exercise. I got to mm-hmm. keep it tight in the morning, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, I had about 10 minutes and Jeff, Jeff had, Jeff was detained. And mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I had about 15 extra minutes. So what you're going to hear is uh, about 15 minutes for the research paraphrased and some of it just copied from this article. So thank you to, to Mike Penprazy of the newsletter from 2007. First of all, a question, where do you think the name Galloway comes from? Do you, do you all know? From the village itself, or before that, you mean? Uh, the origin of the name of the village. It's a man. Mm, great guess. Mm, I, I had never thought about this before. Uh, sound, sounds Irish to me. Okay. That's not exactly what I meant, mm. uh, but <laughs> it's the name of the quarry. It's the Galloway Quarry. Mm. Oh, I love the history of Galloway. Oh, oh okay. So you know, you know some <clears throat> stuff about it. Oh, yeah. I'm a super nerd for local history. Okay. Oh, I, I, <laughs> I need this history. Then you can fill in the blanks here because I only really found one. Well, I found a couple. Pokin did an article, but then Pokin's article had some sentences directly lifted from this other article. <laughs> so uh, for the record, the quarry is Irish. So I was right. <laughs> the, the word quarry, very okay. Irish. <laughs> of course. The Galloway area originally developed around the Ashgrove Lime Complex, which had been processing limestone from the Galloway Quarry since the 1880s. The buildings, where chunks of lime from the quarry were turned into fine lime dust, formed one of Springfield's largest industrial complexes and were a landmark for motorists driving on US 65 from the south. I found an article that mentioned that there used to be clouds of limestone dust on the highway (laughs) over there uh, when they were really, really getting after it. I heard all the buildings were coated with it, too. Yeah. Might be from the same article. That's how I'll, I know any local histories from newsletter yeah. articles. Pen Prazy, man. He was really on top. I don't know. This is ah, the first Penprezi. time I recognize his name. That meant also not be the way to say it. Uh, that was just my guess. It looks like Pen Prazy. Pen Prazy, I'm saying, though. Oh, got to be Pen Prazy. You know, my dad grew up in the Galloway mm-hmm. area since he was a little boy. So maybe that uh, that lime dust of <laughs> informs a little yeah. bit of uh, my whole world. <laughs> well, we have a ton of history in the Galloway area, oh, which yeah. I'm sure we will get to. Uh Quarry workers lived in the bunkhouses in the neighborhood, and some were turned into private homes later. Railroad cars filled with lime left the quarry on a track now used to deliver coal to the James River power plant to the south. Not anymore. Not anymore. This is from 2007. Get on top of it. Come on, crazy. You got to update this. <laughs> Please update your articles, <laughs> news leader. Go back into the archives Every and change six it. months. <laughs> the station by the quarry at which those rail cars stopped to load up was, you guessed it, Galloway Station. Wow. 
The name dates all the way back to the 1880s when the mining first began. Galloway is very much a vital part of Springfield right now, but it actually wasn't absorbed into the city until... Anybody know? Uh, Jeez, I have no clue. 19... 19- oh, I got it. Not, you got that it was the 1900s. I got the century. <laughs> the 20th century. All right. 1968. 20th century, yeah. 68. 68 was what I was yeah. going to say. Mm-hmm. Year before Woodstock. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> the, the first one. Yeah, you, he said it to me off uh-huh. air. <laughs> the Galloway Station Restaurant first opened in 1996. Uh, the owners were Klaus and Hermione Grinke. Hermione's maiden name was Tessarides, which might sound familiar to longtime listeners because the Tessarides family owns Greek belly. <gasps> Klaus was wow. born in Germany and moved to Greece before winding up in Springfield and started ga- starting Galloway Station in the 90s. I don't know if he moved to Springfield in the 90s, but that's when he started Galloway Station. The restaurant was known for its extravagant Greek nights, during which they would oh. serve Greek food and have belly dancers. Wow. Uh, and that's where the, the research stopped. Galloway Station closed up shop in the Gal- actual Galloway area in 2012 and moved to a new location on East Republic, but it's still called Galloway Station, which was confusing when it happened and became even more confusing when Galloway Grill opened in 2013. And when owners Dan and Ann Carter purchased the old saloon building on South Lone Pine that had previously been home to Galloway Station. Not bad for 20 minutes of work, I, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, but crazy. Yeah. What's his name? <laughs> what? Pin Brazy. Pin Brazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Galloway Station. We'll start with that first, and we'll do Galloway Grill second. Any history with Galloway Station? Anybody go to it back at the uh, Lone Pine location before? I did, yeah. Yeah. I'm a sucker. I love good patios. That's stop it. I'm a I sucker. Like. <laughs> I'm a sucker for you. <laughs> um, yes, I loved it. Yeah. I love Incredible patios. Incredible patio. It's a great yeah, patio. One of the best patios Wait, in town. Is it patio month? Yeah, why not? <laughs> Should I just put the song in? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. There's a whole song. Oh, uh, I was hoping for that. Hang on. Patio, oh, patio, oh. Sipping ice cold brews on the patio. Patio, oh, patio, oh. Sitting in the sun out on the patio. That's right. Patio wow. month is back. Wow. Uh, it is July, patio month, and it is raining right now. Yeah. But we did review. We are reviewing two different restaurants with patios That's today. Right. Multiple. Yeah. So I definitely went there a few times in college because it was great to ride bikes yes. down oh, yeah. the uh, Greenways Trail, uh, split two to three pitchers of Boulevard wheat or something. And then have a stomach ache, stomach ache, and ride mm-hmm. back Ooh, to yeah. our uh, that. house <laughs> on Elm and National. <laughs> oh yeah, it's yeah. a ways from the yeah. trailhead. Mm-hmm. But that, yeah, that, that was my primary experience with Galloway Grill. And to be honest, I don't really remember that much about the food. Galloway Station. Yeah, ga- I'm sorry. This is Galloway <laughs> Station, yeah, no, the old Galloway is, Station. Uh, yeah. There was a time when I was at Galloway Grill and didn't realize that it had switched and I was on a date and was like sort of arguing that there used to be wraps on the menu Ooh. and embarrassed myself. Uh, yep. It's not a good experience for anyone involved, I'm mm-hmm. sure. Anyway, uh, Dan, had you been to <coughs> Galloway Station? Oh, plenty of times. Not, um, not, I mean, not a whole lot. Yeah. 
Uh, certainly, but, but I, I think this was the first time I had been there since 2013. Uh, 2013 was also the year that like I, I wasn't spending a lot of time down in the yeah. Galloway area. I used to go to church there uh, right at, at Galloway Baptist Church there. That was the original concept for this mm-hmm. episode, actually. We'd pick this very early as one of our final episodes. To eat at Galloway Baptist? Uh, well, to eat at <laughs> Galloway... I guess we were planning on eating at Galloway Grill, yeah. even though Galloway Grill is the version of it that neither of us would have been yeah. near yeah. whenever we were attending that church. Uh, I, I also was born right in, in like in, in Galloway the Galloway station, in Galloway station on the train tracks there. <laughs> um, they, mm-hmm. they did. They, my childhood home was recently bulldozed for, uh, uh, the, the, some apartments down there. And, uh, Oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Just a very tiny house there on Lone Pine. I can picture those. Uh huh. Yeah. There were like, Three of them, maybe. And, and, and can we one. talk? About, is this is this tan, too tangential? Absolutely tangential. Not. What do we think about the development in Galloway Village overall? It uh, just blows my mind. Yeah, it's mostly it's, just weird. I yeah. don't have any strong positive or negative feelings about it, other than you can't ride your bike on that trail anymore. Yeah. Um, Why? Because it's just there's people on it constantly. Yeah. yeah. It's like um, a city I mean, you can, river walk. You can't do it. It's just really yeah. annoying. Where it used to be, you know, you could you could ride 15 miles an hour on there, and yeah, no problem. Right. And now you just have to constantly say on your left, on your right, left, on, on down your left. to the old and cemetery. People get mad of you at a, mad at you for biking on the trail uh-huh. too. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is what this is here for, anyway. I really like the um, the smaller one. I can't remember what it's called. Quarry Town. Quarry Town. Yeah, I really like that one. <laughs> I think it fits. Like I love how everything kind of fits, mm-hmm. and then the big one. Doesn't fit to me, but then like the townhouse development still kind yeah. of fits. So I think that one doesn't fit, especially the big part at the back. I'm not a pro development, anti development mm, sort of person, sure. but I like the feel. I like Galloway retaining a feel, but it's kind of slipping away. Yeah, we, uh, my my father <laughs> was driving me and a friend whenever we were young teens to uh, actually to meet at Galloway Baptist to go to church camp one summer, and. Uh, we we detoured and stopped right there in front of Sequiota Park to watch them demolish the quarry. We saw Whoa. a wrecking ball take oh, the, down like the the, the big buildings. white factory. I've seen those there. pictures. Yeah, it was very cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. Really loved seeing that. Yeah, you know. You ever seen it from uh, like Google Maps? Because there's like lakes, not oh. lakes, but there's oh, yeah. water retention with the like, the cliffs or oh. whatever. It looks beautiful. Like, I wonder if it'll be something else someday. Yeah. It'll just be this cavernous hole. You used to be able to get a bit of a look inside. I think the trees are maybe too high over there now, but I remember being able to see the actual quarry growing up. Like, oh, when, really? I, when I was a kid. Because yeah. we, like, we, we grew up in that church together. Uh-huh. That, that's how we know each other. Um, and yeah, you used to be able to see in the quarry, whereas now you, you I don't think you can. I'm I think intrigued it's a by quarries. There. Yeah. There's also, have you noticed this? What's uh, the road that goes down by four by four? On that corner, there's. There's a backstop there. It looks like a baseball field. Hmm. So there is. Yeah. So I messaged Steve Pokin. Oh, whoa. And said the answer man needs to get on this. And he did. He said that it is an old baseball field that like back when like companies would have baseball teams and the quarry had like a baseball team and that was their field. Oh, cool. Wow. Interesting. That's awesome. 
The answer man pulls through once again. Yeah, I love Poken. King Poken. I, 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 I'm afraid those comments I made about him earlier were disparaging. They weren't at all. Like he, yeah. he found well, the answer to the question from that same article that I had. Oh had yeah, looked up. Um, yeah, uh, tons of experience in this area. Yeah. It has been weird to watch it slowly expand over the years. But yeah, I, I mostly yeah, it's just what happens. You know, I, I don't, I don't feel bad about it at all. Though I do have a lot of uh, respect and appreciation for the negative feelings of people who live over yeah. there seem to have by yeah. trying to restrict some of the development. I, I kind of understand both both sides of it. I think I'm probably more sympathetic to the people who don't want more at right. this point. I'm sympath- like, I would feel the exact same way. I'm like, leave it as it is if yeah. I live there. I don't know how it works, what power you have to stop something from coming in just because you don't want it. Yeah. But I would want it to all stay the same. If it's like a homeless shelter or something, a lot typically. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, true. It, it has not in my development like that. Not not a whole it's, lot. It's a shame that a couple of those places got like a couple of those restaurants and bars over there got forced out because the landlord's like, well, we could charge a lot more for rent. Mm-hmm. Secret so, bike shop. Secret bike shop yeah. was great, and uh, the creek that Creekside bar was really fun oh, too. Like yeah. that. Go see some bands back there, and like with the creek as the backdrop. That's that was cool. a really nice nice pl- spot. I think it's something else now. Maybe I don't. it's not still there right no i don't know but do you know about the history of the tea kettle restaurant across from what is galloway grill now there was (laughs) it was a building shaped like a tea kettle huh and it was a little restaurant no it was dan's house (laughs) yeah (laughs) and i won't have the details on this story Uh right a state trooper was killed right outside there he was responding to something and he was killed there like but it happened something like december 6 1941 mm. like right before oh, de- uh yeah. pearl harbor something oh. something like that a flash of news and then got overtaken huh you'd have to look that up but sure. there's some old timers know that know that story is that the tea, tea, teacup dome scandal <laughs> yeah <All right>. there's <laughs> gotta be a good headline there somewhere a nice fun <laughs> 1940s springfield headline uh <laughs> Anyway, yeah, we our original plan was to have on some uh, church folks yeah. for this, but we did big time them. We got brand new well, on them. We got a big famous guest. I'm just on. gonna be straight up about <laughs> it. the The ones that I really wanted to have on are big anti vaxxers and I was like, I don't think I want to be around these people. So, <laughs> oh, no. Uh, oh no, yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. I think we big timed them for a yeah. big famous guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who's All that? Right. So let's talk about somebody dropped out and <laughs> nobody dropped I'll just out. Show you that there's, there's Whoa, a that's really cool. Gallery resident right? stripe. That's not it. But yeah, that's really awesome. That's a cool looking building. Oh, that's that insane. We'll see if we can we can that, post that that's somewhere. Incredible. Post it. Okay, so let's start by talking about Galloway Station. Wow. <laughs> what we tried at Galloway Station. Dan, mm. you wound up there first. I went to the wrong place, Sandy. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just, I uh, I got a uh, lured there by by the promise of a chicken salad sandwich. <laughs> but I'll get to that. Did you get an app? Did everybody get apps? I got the similar apps at both places. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I did not. Well, I'm gonna get into my app first. I started with those Reuben egg rolls. Galloway Station, house made, stuffed with tender corned beef, cream cheese, sauerkraut. And Swiss cheese served with Thousand Island for dipping. Got a similar item to this at Dublin's Pass mm. back way back then. 
Dube Man's Pass. Uh, Dube Man's Pass. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can just take that again. I got a similar item uh, to this at Dube Man's Pass, and it was tasty in a nasty bar food type of way, uh, but certainly not something that I would or should ever order again. <laughs> Uh, but what can I say? I'm a nasty, nasty little rat boy <laughs> who likes to punish himself with corned beef. Uh, unfortunately, this was all cream cheese. Whoa. Uh, it tasted like a f- soft egg roll, uh, but but filled with cream cheese. And just little tiny flecks of corned beef in there. Uh, no real sauerkraut flavor. Uh, maybe Swiss in there. But, you know, just just a very white, cheesy affair. Uh, but but not good like that sounds. <laughs> Thousand Island tastes like honey mustard. Uh, ooh, kind of nasty. Huh. You know, I'm the guy who ordered the Reuben egg rolls. Yeah. So, like, I ordered it, the nasty thing. Everything you've described so far sounds pretty good. It was, it was just... There was just so much cream cheese in there. You know? You just... It, it was a cheese roll. Mm. Sounds that sounds delicious. <laughs> sounds really good. A cheese roll. Okay. It it was a cream cheese filled egg roll. Uh but but the egg roll was not was not crispy. Mm. So so yeah, it, you know, I it, it could have been remedied right there just by a crispy egg roll. Yeah. It just wasn't uh Andy. What'd you get? I tried loaded nachos with beef. Like I said, I tried the same, basically the same two items at both restaurants just for science sake. Uh, Tortilla chips covered in our pale ale cheese sauce, fully loaded with cheddar cheese, lettuce, tomatoes, black olives, which I didn't see, unfortunately. Mm. didn't see that on there. Jalapenos and red onions. Andy, I hate that for you. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Fortunately, it didn't make that big of a difference. Uh, this, This looked beautiful. You know, I did get it to go and open up the box. And all you see when you open the box is uh, that those veggies, that there's just a full layer of sh- like beautiful, sh- very finely shredded green lettuce. Ooh. It's not iceberg. It's the one that's like a real deep Irish looking green. Oh, uh, like I, a Kelly green lettuce. I value that. Yeah. Iceberg. Get out of here. It looked awesome. <laughs> um, it did have those olives on there but there were enough that it wasn't too big of a deal and they weren't juicy so the olive juice didn't spread down sure. so i was able to just push those aside uh standard bagged yellow corn tortilla, tortilla chips really good <laughs> really enjoyed mm. this you couldn't see the beef the beef was like the first layer that was added and then uh the cheese was on top of the beef and then all the lettuce and stuff so you couldn't see the, the chips or anything there was so much so much veggie stuff on top um, mostly I ate this with a fork. I know it's not the way you really are supposed to, to eat nachos. It's supposed to be eating Fancy. fingers. Yeah. But, uh, get, I just didn't want to get my fingers down there and all that stuff. Mm. Um, the these, nacho these dilemma. delicious. <laughs> yes. Beef was finely ground hot. It was hot and uh, it was juicy and it had a lot of seasoning. It was really well seasoned. Mm. Uh, not pale ale cheese sauce was really thick. It's really rich and goopy. Thought this was great. This is a great version of uh, awesome. of bar nachos. I love that. Uh, on its own, I would. This is like a really solid four out of five for the bar nachos. You got no no apps, right? No apps. Tell us about your entree. Well, last time I was here, I was ill prepared mm. because you guys give such detailed, full of nuance reviews, mm. and I was just like, I can't remember where we ate. Gailey's. Yeah, and I was like, it was good. Yeah. Next. Well, you know. What do you had to say about the item that bore your name? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so I wanted to not 
do that again. You're being too hard on yourself. Yeah. You it, gave it an impromptu really well. patriotic speech <laughs> <laughs> roused me to almost a, a standing ovation. Uh-huh. So having said all of that preamble, I wrote out a thing. It's longer than what I would have done normally. Sure. And I know you guys go appetizer, appetizer, entree, entree. Whatever. Do you mind if I just do this? Do your thing, yeah. So this was what was, it was a little trouble for me because like I had gone to Galloway Grill as we were told to, you know, because we were told to do that. Uh Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I screwed up bad. (laughs) So then I had to do Galloway Station yesterday, like in the evening. Mm -hmm. So I wrote my review at like 1040 this morning, which was 20 minutes before I was supposed Uh to get here. Uh Uh-huh. So, if there are any um, syntax, grammatical, uh, flow errors, please we be generous. Leave a man. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here we go. I decided in my husbandly duties that I would order to go from Galloway Station in order to bring it home to my family as they require upwards of three meals every day. I called in my order while sitting in my air-conditioned car for the heat outside was hot. <laughs> One of the tips I learned while we all collectively survived the pandemic that tore through town, America, the world, and now back in only our town. <laughs> Please get vaccinated. <laughs> I learned that you order to go by first ordering, then beginning the journey to the establishment. Mm-hmm. I tapped to call Galloway Station Knee Grill and encountered a busy signal. No, not to me for more than a decade. I found it jarring, violent, and literally and figuratively uncalled for (laughs) i began my drive breaking one of my new rules upon reflection i remembered that the busy signal is but a temporary device of a bygone era i called back and a particularly friendly woman answered and i put in my order my wife would be getting the chicken salad my sons would be getting chicken tenders and i a veggie burger having having never been there i was somewhat confused by their parking lot yeah I had been at their previous location, Galloway Grill, Knee Station, but not since they moved. As a man whose olfactory senses are not finely tuned due to the inflammation of sinus tissue Mm. as a result of allergy and polyps stuck forever (laughs) in a cycle inflaming one another, forever breeding breeding the breeding ground upon which my maladies bloom, I'm a connoisseur (laughs) of atmosphere, ambiance, or as the French say, croissant. Mm. Galloway Station (laughs) is so much bigger than I imagined. A large bottom floor with a patio, as well as a large upstairs with two decks. Road signs strewn about, bicycles hanging from the ceiling. I thought to myself, am I in a roadhouse? Will a ghost of Patrick Swayze emerge from a corner, recreating (laughs) the scene from Ghost, where the ghost of Patrick Swayze gently (laughs) caresses a non-ghost Demi Moore? (laughs) In all seriousness, I would describe the interior as the place where your spouse has a high school reunion where you find yourself in a clustered conversation, nodding and smiling as the others recall people and places that you know nothing of. It's the place your uncle loves going to. I give the ambiance a B plus, or as the French would say, bonjour. <laughs> My veggie burger was housed in a flat pretzel bun. I always love pretzel buns. The veggie burger lay naked as an uncle on the lawn after a night out at his favorite place. I added the accessorized pickle, lettuce, and tomato. I added veggie atop veggie. I must say it was a somewhat uninspiring veggie burger. No one knows what's in a veggie burger, but I like it when the menu tells me and excites my mind before my taste buds. <laughs> With no descriptors, I was left to wonder. Oh, yeah. I also ordered steamed broccoli as the side. Ooh. The steamed broccoli of my imagination was more extravagant than the steamed broccoli <laughs> of my styrofoam container reality. 
It had a certain je ne sais school lunch <laughs> vibe to it. <laughs> I blame myself, though. They historically have amazing homemade chips that I should have ordered, Ooh. but I was about to pe- appear on the best food-based podcast on its deathbed that Springfield mm-hmm. has ever known, and I wanted mm-hmm. to appear like a healthy guy. Mm. My wife let me borrow some of her chips, and they were delicious. And she loved her salad as well. So I simply chose the wrong conglomeration of vegetables. My kids loved their chicken tenders because they are simple feral beasts that will choose and love chicken (laughs) tenders from any establishment. As I grabbed our styrofoam containers and put them in the trash, I shed two tears, one for the landfill and the earth at large, stuck in a race toward boiling climate change while the only cognizant beings capable of stopping it show only a passion for empathy. And another tear for the healthy end of the best food podcast this town has ever known, for they brought food, humor, fun to a grateful Springfield community and will be missed. Wow, wow, thanks, Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry your meal wasn't so great, but <laughs> that was a really good, uh, really great you're, write-up. You're sweating. You entered a sort of fugue state there. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I was just in a state of flow. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, it wasn't that great. Yeah. yeah. Was, uh, veggie burgers are kind of hit and miss. I'm not a vegetarian by any means, but sometimes I just like veggie burgers. Sure. Yeah. It was, I like pretzel buns, but it was, it was Have okay. you tried a local Jake's burger? Mm-hmm. No. Oh, you should. They're very good. What's Jake's? I don't know it. Uh, they serve oh. them at Druff's and a few other restaurants in mm. town. Oh. You, can get, uh, you can get his uh, meatless meat there yeah. at uh, Hy-Vee or Culture Counter. Uh, he's got breakfast sausage, Italian sausage, uh, breakfast sausage patties. So he just supplies uh, places? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Okay. They're Hamburgers, fantastic. taco meat. I, I had both his breakfast sausage and his taco meat this week. So good. Mm-hmm. Good to know. So, so good. It's a shame that we're not going to be able to get him back on the show. Yeah, it is. That sucks. Huh. Uh, I brought them up to uh, Kansas City for our first July 4th cookout uh, uh-huh. with some some vegetarian Ooh. adjacent friends, and they really liked them also. Did they handle on the grill, Andy? They sure did. Oh, I love to hear you, that. They're really, they're really there just to, to, you know, you crisp them up on the grill. Sure. Get them, get them warm because they're yeah. pretty much already in. Oh, in I eat those state. bad boys raw. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we love Jake's burgers. <laughs> They're very good. <laughs> Cut the check, Jake. All right. Um, I tried for my meal Kentucky bourbon barbecue bacon cheddar burger. Wow. It, menu says slathered with our Kentucky bourbon barbecue sauce, topped with cheddar cheese, and crisp smoked bacon. This was one of the uh, uh, beef burgers that they have. Oh, yeah. Uh, no vegetables. Mm-hmm. Uh, high, high quality golden brown butter brushed bun a lot of alliteration going on mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. that was me oh i yeah, love that, was that andy a thick layer of barbecue sauce on the bottom interesting mm. they, they put it on the, the bottom layer like really that. like the barbecue uh-huh. sauce generally on top of the meat because the bun tends to soak it up sure but uh oh i didn't say that uh i, I called galloway grills similar situation mm was exhausted had 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 it's only it's only been long days yeah. for the last couple of weeks uh it was like 8 p.m. or something i was leaving my parents after watching my nephews something like that called galloway grill and uh the guy left he, he left me on the line for about 45 seconds and comes back and he's like we don't have time tonight <laughs> <laughs> just just wouldn't take my to go order you know i wow <laughs> you brought up the busy signal i've been hit with the busy signal like five times mm-hmm. in the last two weeks. Really? I, I think people are losing employees or something. Yeah. Uh, or, or this takeout game is yeah. really taken off because of our contribution. Yeah. And it was at that point that I texted Dan. It was like, 
We should review both because <laughs> <laughs> I'm very hungry and happen to be driving right by Galloway yeah. Station right now. Oh, funny. So uh, I went in there and I, I sat at the bar and placed to, to go order and uh, drank, a, drank a delicious White River Ooh. Uh, IPA. Ooh. The, the, the one that I like that I can't remember uh-huh, the name the of right now. The one that you like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I drank the one that I like. <laughs> I tend to try to... If I'm ordering something I've mm-hmm. had before, I go with the one I like. Oh, I, 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 some of my favorite things are the ones that I like. <laughs> <laughs> there's an old... Uh, I don't know if you guys ever seen this. There's an, I can't remember what it is. I think about it all the time. There's an old commercial, uh, Howie Long. He used to be a football player, uh-huh. but he's sort of a personality. And he was on... I can't remember what the commercial is, but it just starts out with... He's like, I like things that are the best. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's inherent uh-huh. in the best. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> anyway... Yeah, that's 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 pretty much how my tastes go too. I tend to like things that are very good. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, I like things that I like. Uh-huh. And speaking of which, this burger, uh, I really enjoyed that sauce flavor, that barbecued uh, Kentucky bourbon sauce, mm. strong with a brown sugar sweetness. Just had a lot of flavor. Ooh, really enjoyed brown that. Sugar. On uh, on top of that sauce was a big old thick patty. I'm putting it uh, just under an inch thick. It was very crispy on the outside, pretty done on the inside. Still enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, had a thick slice of gooey marbled cheese on the top, a little white, a little yellow. Cheese wasn't especially flavorful. Didn't notice it too much, to be honest. Bottle of yellow, bottle of white. That's my version <laughs> of the Italian wedding is bottles of cheese. Uh, the bacon strips were very thin, very thin, very greasy. They they weren't crispy at all. Like the, cheap, the cheapest bacon you could get at the grocery store. I tend to really like crispy, crunchy bacon, but this was still good. Crispy bacon it. versus wet, not crispy mm. bacon. They're like two different things. Yeah. Items of food. Yeah. Uh, crispy on, bacon, I like. The other one, I would almost categorize that as something that I don't like. Mm. Mm-hmm. And you like the things you like. Uh, don't like I, yeah. I ten- There's some things that I do like that I actually don't like. <laughs> it is true. But uh, <laughs> Fast and the Furious. Mostly it's things I like. Uh, it, yeah. It, it was really fatty, really fatty bacon. Still, still enjoyed it. This was generally a really good burger. Mm. I liked it. I would have liked it even more with some onion rings or some onion straws on the top. This is a solid. Definitely in the upper like fifty percent of the burgers we've tried on the show. Uh, was was nice. surprised at how much I enjoyed it. Yeah, because Dan had already shared his <laughs> feelings with me about his. Yeah. Uh, well, first I wanted to say uh, fatty bacon, of course, is that. Uh, Kevin Bacon's uh, grandfather from the silent film era. Uh, <laughs> um, so I got the chicken salad, which is a sandwich. Uh, you said your wife got this. She got a chicken salad salad. Oh, that's a salad. Okay. Oh, okay. But like, sure. I have often just last week I was somewhere else and I thought I was getting a chicken salad. Yeah. And it was chicken salad. It you know should I mean? be salad with chicken or chicken salad. Chicken salad right. is is salad made of chicken verbiage matters um usually like mayo and stuff uh chicken salad sandwich uh i wrote chicken salad sandwich twice so i'll just say that and our house made chicken salad made with tinder breast and served on our signature bread shredded chicken in a slightly spicy red marinade hmm uh First of all, weird to have, you know, the chicken shredded like that shredded chicken breast. Uh, Not like dry or anything, though. Perfectly fine. Uh, Not mayo heavy, if any mayo at all. I I, was really confounded by this, but not like uh, 
Not turned off yeah, in any deeply way. Deeply odd for a chicken salad. Weird. Uh-huh. But then you get ooh oh you get a chicken salad classic. What appear to be delicious pieces of little purple grapes. Uh-huh. Oh, oh I yeah. love these. I love a surprise Rich grape. Rich with grape juice and oh so crisp. Grapes were enjoyed by the Lord and his disciples, you know. My notes say decibels. <laughs> you know, Jesus they, loved it loud they, like the funk ate, junkies. <laughs> they ate them and drank them. Uh-huh. uh-huh. That's true. It's tr- it true. Um, <laughs> uh, the Lord and his disciples, they loved grapes. Julius Caesar loved them too. Mm-hmm. A plus fruit. S tier term i've been using lately but alas it was an illusion the cruel con a nasty mirage old davy copperfield pulled his magical wool over my eyes but my tongue's eyes have 2020 vision davy <laughs> black olives <laughs> no oh, they were black olives oh no i too was tricked I, I mean, I read the menu description. It doesn't mention the, the red marinade. It doesn't mention the, the black olives. You get surprise black olives and no. what you expect to be maybe a delicious chicken salad with pieces of grapes and walnuts in mm-hmm. there and chock full of mayo. No, you get black olives. Uh, olives soaked olives soaked in some sort of devilish soot <laughs> until they achieve a perfect balance of nasty and doo-doo. <laughs> Yikes. The lettuce was also a little wilted. It was that same very green lettuce, mm-hmm. but I kind of got the tops of it, and they, I think they had a little uh, the, the browning to them sure. going on there. Uh, the bread was fine. Fries were fine. But to promise me the fruit of the Lord <laughs> and then give me olives, a fruit that appears not even one time in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Zero stars. <laughs> I was so mad. Yeah. I like I only ate half of it. Just like tiny pieces of olives chopped up in there. Gave oh. it a a very olive flavor. Yeah. So what if it was a, took away? If it was a different food mm. that doesn't that you weren't going into expecting grapes and you got olives as a surprise, it probably wouldn't be as bad. As when you get your hopes up that it might be oh, grapes. I'm a full-on idiot. I ordered a muffaletta sandwich once, <laughs> waited two and a half hours uh-huh. to get That's it, right. and then was mad that it had olives on it. <laughs> Just, it's an olive sandwich. Yeah. I'm, I'm as dumb as they come. Uh, if I get surprise olives normally, I'm fine picking them off too. Sure. I, that, that's all right, so even you, though they do leave a nasty flavor. You're not going to use my joke then? What? I said olives, a.k.a. the Grapes of Wrath. Oh. And Dan told me he was going to use it and take credit for it, but he didn't. Dang so it. So there it is. <laughs> Thank you. The, fries? Anybody try to get fries or anything? I thought the fries were just okay. They were not great. They, yeah, I, I didn't, didn't they, love them. They weren't no. great. I chose the chips. I mean, I chose a broccoli yeah. mistake, but my family chose the chips. And I that was my favorite thing about going to Galloway Station back in the day was the homemade mm. chips. Should have got the Man, chips. I wish I would have gotten those yeah, chips. Yeah, she They're asked good. me, you want chips with that? And I, I was just assuming they were bagged chips. Like, oh, no, no what are my other yeah. options? She told me fries, so I got fries. No, they make uh, those, don't they? They're, uh, yeah. yeah. I, I, I have no clue. Fries were okay. They had a bit of a peppery quality to them. Didn't mind that, but they were pretty soft. They were softies. So. They were very soft. Yeah. 
All right, let's rate this place out of five. Uh, out of five grills, how mm-hmm. many? What would you rate Galloway Station? <laughs> <laughs> that is so good. Just <laughs> so good, Andy. Um, Galloway Station out of five grills. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna give it uh, zero stars for the food I got. <laughs> I didn't like it. Um, it's not the worst thing I've had on the show, but I was particularly incensed and this is one of our last restaurants. So why not just go ham? Uh, but five stars for opening in 1995, whenever I was still living down there and being the closest restaurant to me, my little four year old nostrils (laughs) were probably permeated Mm -hmm. with both lime dust and Galloway station stink. Would you uh, say, how about this? This is a good question. The uh, the marriage of food plus atmosphere, Galloway Station, I probably liked the food better when it was on Lone Pine mm-hmm. due to the atmosphere. The new atmosphere is fine. I don't it doesn't marry to the food yeah. in the way that I think the old one did. Yeah. I, I remember really enjoying their Euro. You know, they were one of the first places in time we get a solid Euro and thought that was really good, but I haven't had that in 10 10 years probably. Yeah. So, So, you know, aggregate store of 2.5 plus another 0.5 for uh, that beautiful patio that was built by the folks at Galloway Station whenever they were down there. Galloway Grill just owns it now. So Station claims credit for that beautiful lattice. Uh, It's fun to ride by on your bike, and it's fun to sit out there and drink uh, at at your older brother Zach's uh, birthday party once. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Jeff, what are you going to give? Out of five grills, what are you going to rate Galloway Station? uh, I would give give it a two, Hmm. but... I'll ratchet it up to a three sure. based on I it is pretty did ratchet. like I did like <laughs> the food. I I think there's other food I would have liked. Sure. Yeah. I did not like the veggie burger though. I, I really enjoyed my meal. I had a good time. <laughs> Especially would have really loved those nachos if I was sitting there hanging out with people. I think it would have been, those have been without the black olives. Would would have really enjoyed those. Um, I'm yeah, gonna a this. nacho plate by yourself. Uh-huh. Usually nachos are a, a group activity. <laughs> they sure are, Jeff. <laughs> you must be a and lonely a man. Don't forget I mean, that you got, got a hamburger, too. I've got a group of fingers here <laughs> <laughs> that I ate them with. My five besties. <laughs> uh, 3.5 for me for this experience this week, though. I bet if I went more, uh, I would have to adjust it either higher or lower. But uh, sure. yeah. 3.5. I do actually think that like the interior was better than I thought it yeah. would be because I had mm-hmm. never gone before, and I was like, Oh, it's this would be kind cool. of fun place to yeah. go to. It's so tucked it's away. I, I didn't realize how you could not see it from the road, basically. Uh-huh. Like, it's, it's very strange. Mm, you got to know it's there, there. Yeah. which is such kind an of... odd choice to move from a highly visible location uh, to one that you really just have to know Galloway Station. Yeah. Truly, like just five years before that area was going to blow uh-huh. up. Uh-huh. Like, in 2013, it was still pretty barren down there. True. A lot of businesses it, weren't surviving. Well, we can transition to talking about Galloway Grill. And that, that, what I wanted to say about that was uh, it's too small. I mean, I don't know if you all have been there. Try to go there at any kind of like busy lunchtime, like on the weekend for lunch. It's it's almost oh, yeah. always packed. Yeah, yeah. You, um, I mean, you can tell just from the parking. It's all just gravel parking yeah. on either side of Lone Pine, and it whenever it's crazy in there, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, you can expect a long wait when you go there. You know, it, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Don't mind a long wait, especially for them with a bunch of people and they get your drinks to you. That, that's great. It's a good time. But uh, I've had a lot of long waits at Galloway Grill mm-hmm. over the years. I've had some pretty short ones yeah. there too and I'm there for lunch with the family or whatever. But nighttime and you ride the bikes down there with a group of people, you, you can expect to wait a little while. Grill has a pretty yes. unique setup right now too with mm-hmm. uh, how they're doing like to-go and stuff. Like they prominently have just a bunch of stop signs stopping you from entering the building unless you have called or texted to like reserve a table yeah, right. or you call them to have them bring your food out, uh, which seems to have lasted even past uh, yeah. what we in Springfield perceive as the end of right. the COVID-19 uh-huh. pandemic. I have, I, have a, I have a general qualm with Grill, which is they have this awesome general patio. qualm reporting for duty <laughs> general qualm <laughs> sorry <laughs> is that they have this awesome patio and i imagine it was a covid decision but mm-hmm. then they kind of like closed off two-thirds of it and then there's the rest of the patio just sits empty they don't mm. have chairs so they don't have the open patio anymore they have huh. like a what feels like a four seasons room patio I don't know if it's true, but I imagine it was a we need to have patio seating for COVID that can be okay in yes. cold weather. And I imagine that was the choice. Yeah. But I miss having I miss the open air patio because we we aren't taking our kids inside places yet. And so we would we want to go down there and sit outside, but you can't really sit outside anymore. Yeah. It's still kind of inside. Huh. If that makes sense. That's true. really interesting. I know that uh, I have some teacher friends that that's one of the few places that they will go because they say you can easily get. Uh, a patio seat, but you have to call and like reserve it in advance or oh, something. Yeah. Oh, you, you must, can text yeah. them right now to mm-hmm. do yeah. so. Yeah. But the point is, I guess it's popular. I'm glad it's yeah. popular too. Yeah. It seems to be very popular. Is that popularity warranted? We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> We're the definitive answer to that. <laughs> After this commercial break, <laughs> three men will decide whether a place is worth going to or not. And it's the final say. Oh, but surely the, they went to culinary school or have worked in restaurants a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no? no. <laughs> All right. Let's get into our apps. I know Dan and I both tried apps again. That's right. Uh, I'll go ahead since I'm ready. I tried the chili <laughs> queso nachos, their version of loaded nachos. Wow. Menu says corn tortillas covered with spicy queso and mom's chili. Because I got these to go. They put the cheese sauce and the chili in separate to go containers. Nice. Great move. Had some nachos and uh, bloated fries for the show where they just load them up right there and send you on your way with them. Oh, yeah. No good. Slap Not a good strategy. <laughs> oh, I request that. <laughs> uh, anyway, that wasn't the case with these. The cheese sauce is this deep, pure white with just a few tiny slices of red pepper suspended in it. It does taste like a jarred Tostitos dip, mm-hmm. which is totally okay. I do enjoy a good Super Bowl nacho plate from time to time. It was not spicy at all, despite the spicy queso name, which is also fine. I'm used to that. We talk about it all the time. Stuff sure. isn't spicy, even when it's labeled spicy here. The mom's chili. Oops, I'm so- sorry. Uh, the mommy's chili. <laughs> was a cut above. I did write that down. You can see I wrote mommy's chili <laughs> in my notes. Uh, was a cut above the canned chili. Or Does cut your above girlfriend chili. listen to this? No. <laughs> not even when I beg her to. She's like, no, that's not. She she does when I say, hey, I think this is a part that you might like. You should skip to this. Probably for the best. Uh, wait, how long have you been together? Oh, not long enough. <laughs> <laughs> There's like when we were doing skinny improv, there was like a 
like spouses or girlfriends or boyfriends would always come to shows all the time for a few months and then never show up again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm supportive. I'm supportive. I'm supportive. Okay. We're good. All right. Mm-hmm. I don't need to go. Well, she doesn't like the food talk, but it's stuff she can't eat because she's in China. So sure. whenever she tunes Ooh. in, she will do the first 20 minutes. And then she also does not like the last part of the show for whatever reason. <laughs> like, but this guy came, named Randolph, the corn nose snowboy came on. It was so funny. She's like, I don't, I don't like his voice. I believe it's her main uh, complaint with that I one. Would, I, that's, <laughs> I wouldn't disparage any of our no. third segment guests. No. I don't think any that's of them I tell my writing wife, voices. I tell my wife all the time. Like, okay, right when I make something, don't tell me what you actually think of it. <laughs> Just tell Just me you think it's, it's great. Well, yeah. do you Later, would, sure. Do you and Michelle listen to each other's podcasts? No. Okay. <laughs> We've been married too long. Yeah. <laughs> You've heard the stories. Yeah, we know. Yeah. And uh, a lot of, sometimes, like in the in the past, I, I will say things like, yeah, maybe skip that one because I'd rather tell you the story. <laughs> like, this is something we can talk about for 10 minutes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we can get a, we can get a, like half a dinner out of this. <laughs> I, can, I can double this content. <laughs> it's all content, baby. <laughs> anyway, uh, about these nachos, uh, <laughs> Tostitos cheese dip pretty much was okay. The mommy's chewy was a cut above <laughs> canned chili. It was thick and hearty with big chunks of ground beef, real big, thick chunks. And there are also okay. some, you know, just a small, small standard grounds, some scattered beans and some uh, small chunks of tomato in there as well. No heat, no spice in it, spiciness at all. Nice tomatoey flavor to go with that hearty texture. It's very tomatoey chili, uh, which, you know, mileage may vary on that, but it was sure. pretty good for me. Unfortunately, the decent quality of the chili and the cheese were nullified by the fact that the tortilla chips were stale. Oh, I'm talking left the bag open for a couple weeks stale. Oh. Uh, no good. Maybe if I had eaten at the restaurant, had the sauces poured over the top, I'd have enjoyed it more. But the staleness was egregious. Bad nachos. Uh, really disappointing. Yeah. Really disappointing. It, it's not. It's not a fair shot. It's just what they served me today. And I bet if, if the chips had been, uh, you know, better quality, I would have enjoyed it more. But also, you know, we're comparing the Galloways, finally breaking our comparing restaurants rule. Uh, the, 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 the station ones were so much better. They had way more stuff yeah. on them, too. These had two toppings, and that was it. Hmm. Olives? N- no olives on this one. Mm. Uh, but it was just cheese and chili. Uh, and I, you know, I bet they would have been way better. Yeah. They would have been way better if the chips weren't stale. But that, that was very disappointing. Andy. Mm. Jeff. Yes. I got the Bavarian pretzels. Two little hockey puck sized pretzels. Perfect slap shot into my goal size mouth. (laughs) (laughs) And guess what? Our goalie sucks. (laughs) (laughs) So you know they're scoring. (laughs) Asked if I'd like honey mustard, spicy mustard, or queso. I went for the queso and the spicy. Spicy was probably just a bottled mustard, judging on the uniform groundness of the mustard seeds. I was taught that in mustard school. Nice and spicy. (laughs) Great dip. Fantastic. Queso tasted exactly like jarred white queso Tostitos. Yeah! Well, it's in your nose, Which is to say, uh, so very, very good. Uh Uh, Not spicy, but very salty. Uh, great dip. The pretzels are nice and soft, warm with a to the tooth bite. 
or as the Italians would say, Algero. <laughs> did you add that just yeah. now? Okay. No, no, that, no, that was in the notes. You I, both did. I restructured it joke. to sound more okay. like what he okay. said. <laughs> Got it. The menu price is $9. Just pretty hefty for uh, two pretzels. Uh, but also that I could have gotten a discounted lunch portion. I really don't know. I didn't look at the bill. I don't look at the bill ever anymore. I'm so loaded ever since we uh, sold this thing. <laughs> anyway, what, uh, Jeff, did you get an appetizer at the grill? I did not. Okay. I don't generally appetize. Mm. Appetize. I only do it for the show. Yeah. 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 I'm not a big appetizer person either. I, I think they have fried pickles there though. Don't they? Ooh, yeah, they do. I believe I they do. Fried, yeah. That's what I would have gotten. I love those anywhere I go. Those Bavarian pretzels might be the last appetizers I buy for a long time. <laughs> Unless I go to name removed for the third time uh-huh. uh, tonight, I'm done. I'm done doing actual like new restaurant reviewing for the show. Yeah. I, yeah that, isn't that wild? I was also thinking that. Yeah. And oh, I, you know, yeah. I invited you to go to the ceremonious last one with me, and you said, oh, that 8 p.m. is too late. <laughs> 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 uh, all right. I tried the bacon in blue burger. I guess we're ready to move into entrees. I'm ready. It's a Hereford beef burger with blue cheese crumbles and smoked bacon. Now, I did take the customary driver's seat first bite to get the purest experience with this, but then put it back in the warmer bag and drove home. During the drive, the smell managed to escape the to-go box. Mm. Then the to-go paper bag and my beloved Rachel Ray Wormer bag, wow. which was making its final voyage for Spring Food Mo. Uh, what a great run it was with those bags. Wow. Have you ever used bags. a warmer bag for your takeout? Incredible. No, but yeah. like, of course you should. It's I've incredible. Never, yeah. yeah. Uh, Everything one, but fries. This yeah. one, try to take a little shortcut. Take the highway home. Sure. Uh, highway was backed up. Mm. Uh, this, it took me 30 minutes to get home with this thing. And it was still steaming hot in the bag. Mm. Now, like I said, I did take the customary first bites to get the full impression on these. So, in the you know. car, you mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. When I, I sat that. down in the car, car I, I took the bites to yeah, I do that. Give it a fair shake. Uh, do you do your whole family's meal? Everything has one <laughs> bite taken out of it. Yeah, they know. <laughs> they uh, they food tithes to me. Yeah, and you're <laughs> you're already full once you get home. So like, why aren't you eating, Dad? So I'm not hungry. <laughs> I didn't realize until I was an adult. My dad had. Was, it was a trick, but like we thought it was like this cool ceremonious thing, I guess. Whenever we would go to a fast food restaurant, we had to give our dad our biggest fry, and we'd compete <laughs> to see who had the biggest fry. And then I became an adult, and I was like, that was a trick. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> just trying to keep you from, from eating on the way home That's or trying really to keep good. you busy on the way home? He just wanted more fries. Yeah, he's getting those long fries. <laughs> it's got to be the biggest. <laughs> <laughs> that rules. All right. Uh, first bite. Fantastic. Mm. So much pungent blue cheese flavor. Also had some really great crunch from the bacon. This bacon, they were bigger pieces. They were thicker. They were crispier, Ooh. less fat than, than the other ones. Now, I ordered the burger cooked medium, and it came out well done, if not more than well done. It was blackened and crispy, and maybe I like my burgers well done, is what I have to say, Ooh. just like my president does. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... The bacon was medium thick and very crunchy. I already said that. Two slices and an X with the edges sticking out of the sides. The beef was excellent. Fully cooked. Very cooked. No pink at all. Not dry either, though. 
Okay. You know, a lot of times when you get those very well-done burgers, the, uh-huh. all the moisture will be cooked out of it. No, still some moisture in there. They got to be using fresh, not frozen beef here. That, that's my, what, what I've, you know, mit- <laughs> deduced yeah. is what I'm looking fresh, for. Fresh, not frozen. That'd be good for them to add it for, like, a tagline. It would be a great yeah. tagline. You're right. Yeah. You should take that for some of your ads, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fresh, only occasionally frozen, uh-huh. <laughs> asterisk, when we didn't sell out, mm-hmm. something like that. <laughs> Uh, the bun was pretty typical. Nothing really about the bun stood out, and it didn't really factor into how much I enjoyed the burger overall, which I did. I thought this was a great burger. Both of these places had really wow. good burgers, and like I- I'm considering starting to order burgers cooked well done. Do I uh. like this? I wish you'd get well done on the outside, bloody on the inside. <laughs> get both. Give me the high Best heat. of both worlds. Yeah, you know, I... I, I know what you're saying, Andy. I love a smash burger. Mm-hmm. I think that's my preferred type and, and the, the crispiness of the edges. Like something about whenever you really just burn it up and release those carcinogens. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, that tastes so good. Dan calls up and he goes, <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I can't. I also got some sweet potato fries with that. Uh, not great. Mm. Not great. SPFs. Whereas, yep. SPF 50. <laughs> When you put it on your skin, sure. that's the thing people don't uh, know about the uh-huh. sweet potato fries. They can, in fact, block UV rays. But did they block <laughs> my uvula rays? <laughs> You'll see. <laughs> uh, whereas the beef tasted fresh, these tasted like they've been frozen for a very long time mm. before going into the fryer. Pretty thin, had some crispy texture to the edges. For the most part, these didn't really taste like anything. Occasionally, I get a little bit of sweet potato flavor in there, but not much. As I was eating them, I remembered I was supposed to remember to not order these because they're not great. I've made this mistake <laughs> several times. I do love sweet potato yeah. fries, yeah. and they just don't have. They have three fry options. They got mm-hmm. two potato fry options right. and one one sweet potato, and uh, no good on the sweet potatoes. Great burger though. Really love that burger. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. Well, I did eat there, but uh, I misunderstood. I thought we'd only end up doing a review of Galloway Station. Yeah, I mean so, your. Your assignment was minimum 300 words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So here's my <laughs> best attempt at an improvised review. Like a, <laughs> like a quarry man mm. getting off work, dusting off the soot of limestone from his shoes, his boots. Mm-hmm. I entered the train station like a man on his way to Chadwick. It has now become a restaurant. The Galloway Grill. I entered, and the cool surroundings. I do like that. It. I kind of like the win, windowless atmosphere. Yeah, oh, sure. On a hot day, it feels nice and cool. Reminds you of being down in the mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I uh, I sat at a high top, and I ordered, once again, a veggie burger. And again, I eat meat, but sometimes I've 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 started souring on hamburgers a little bit just because of the heaviness feeling. Mm-hmm. So sure. sometimes I'll just choose the the veggie burger. And I got to say, this one was a delight. Let me read to you the description. Three wholesome grains, brown rice, quinoa, and bulgur. What's bulgur? I don't know. B-U-L-G-A-R. It's, it's actually wheat. It's grain wheat. It's the, it's the ground up body of mobster Whitey Bulger. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. Wow. He was a vegetable man. <laughs> as long as he was a vegetarian. <laughs> Um, with roasted corn, black beans, and roasted red peppers Ooh. patted into the perfect vegan burger, it's kosher, served with a schmear of hummus. A lot going on there. Yeah. And 
So I like it. Like I said, you can't ever tell what's really tell what's in a veggie burger. I know it's often mixed with similar things, but um, this one was thick and juicy. It's not as it can be too dry. It was thick and juicy, and I really enjoyed it. Midway through, I got a little pop of corn because mm. there must have been like one piece of corn popped, and I was like, "Oh, a corn is, pop! What is this? A grape? No, it's a it's corn." <laughs> <laughs> I would if that chicken salad had corn in there, and I mistook it for tiny yellow grapes. I would have loved that. <laughs> <laughs> but I did like the hummus on top as well, and I had sweet potato fries, which I liked. Mm. I just always generally like sweet potato fries. Okay. And um, that was about it. I uh, I enjoyed it. I uh, put my work boots back on. I forgot I'd take off my work <laughs> boots whenever I enter a place because I work in the quarry. Uh-huh. Yeah. Put them back on and uh, walked down because my love had written me a postcard telling mm. me not to visit her in Chadwick. Mm. So I went back down to work and started uh, breaking rock. Sure. Nice. Okay. All right. Wow. You did yours already, no? Uh, no. 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 Okay. I got to get rid of all this. I'm glad you enjoyed it. That's great. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. What a relief. <laughs> <laughs> Not to force you to eat two bad veggie burgers. <laughs> it sounds really good. Yeah. I, I really would like to try that. And I, I just love the menu description alone. Menu description. Don't boy. you guys think it helps a lot? Yeah, for sure. It does. I, I, in, in fairness to Galloway Station, the menu I ordered from online didn't have it, but I since found there was a description. Oh, in, good. In fairness to them. It wasn't quite as descriptive as this one. but um, I did all my research. If anybody sees differently that they did say there was black olives, uh, it was photoshopped, and uh, they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Galloway chicken sandwich. Not chicken salad. They don't got chicken salad at Galloway Grill. Uh, it doesn't go well on the grill. It's a pretty limited menu, really. It really is. It, yeah. There's there's not a lot of options compared to its other bar and grill places. But this looked pretty good. Yeah. This looked pretty good. I don't know if you saw this on the menu. Seasoned chicken breast topped with smoked bacon, sliced ham, and Monterey Jack cheese, all on grilled whole grain bread and served with a side of Galloway sauce. And, uh, you know, it, it kind of breaks my heart that we're here. But, um, Andy, Jeff, uh, this is the last time that I'm going to do uh, the segment that I do on every episode. Uh-huh. The breakdown. The breakdown. Uh-huh. Yeah. So let's break this down one by one here in the breakdown. All right, folks, let's break it down in everybody's favorite segment, the breakdown. Seasoned chicken breast. Check. This big boy was seasoned on the juicy side of being just a little dry. (laughs) Pretty tasty. (laughs) That's a sentence right there. (laughs) Smoked bacon. (laughs) You're telling me a bacon smoked this? (laughs) Just kidding. This was pretty good. Thick cut. Built to strut. Sliced ham. Did you say, sorry, did you say built to strut? Yeah, thick cut built to strut. (laughs) Okay. like you buddy (laughs) sliced ham you know sometimes when ham tastes plasticky that's what this was oh you guys ever have that when Mm -hmm. like cooked ham tastes a little plasticky uh yeah made the whole thing taste kind of like plastic monetary jack cheese as uh (laughs) the people at subway used to call it whenever i was a sandwich artist (laughs) good cheese melted like a good cheese should 
All she melted them. like a Gucci should. Thick cut, built to strut. <laughs> <laughs> gotta, gotta get that freaking tape back, Andy. Uh-huh. You gotta get the get demos on there, back. Yeah. Get that on there. How's that going, by the way? Any any news on that, <laughs> no Dan? No word at all. <laughs> um, whole grain bread, which is all on, of course. Grilled whole grain bread. Confusing. A grainy bread with uh, seeded crust, uh, a chicken, bacon, ham sandwich. Uh, seems like it belongs on a bun. Mm. Uh, they're really trying to church it up with this grain <laughs> bread. Uh, the bread was perfectly fine. It just seemed very unnecessary with like the, the, uh, the, 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 the next item here on the breakdown. The Galloway sauce. Uh, orange G-sauce. G-sauce, yeah. <laughs> Anybody else get the Galloway sauce? No. Anything? No, I've yeah. never heard of it. It's, it's orange. Is it Grant? It's non. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I have no clue. It, it's nondescript. Um, you know, it, as one of the last episodes, I, I had to tap way into my uh, food talk knowledge, but I'd, um, I, I would say that this was flavory. Um, flavory. <laughs> red onion uh, on the side, along with some nice crinkle cut pickles. Cut long ways. That's hot dog style. Ooh. Then some of the finest romaine stems and ends <laughs> of bottoms of the head. <laughs> Sorry. Some of the finest romaine stems and end bottoms of the head hearts. Cut in a way as if to say these cannot be put on a sandwich, nor should they. <laughs> <laughs> but you're going to try it anyway, you little piggy. <laughs> and you're going to get Galloway sauce all over your nice shirt. Uh, beer battered fries on the side. I thought the sandwich was fine. I thought it tasted kind of plasticky. Okay. Uh, the bacon was good. The chicken was good. The ham tasted plastic. Yeah. I don't know what that is. If I were a scientist, I would. The beer battered fries uh, were covered in some seasoning. That can only be described as quite flavory. I thought that these were incredible. <laughs> the the beer batter fries were awesome. They probably would have placed very high on the uh, starch madness episode. I, <laughs> I I would say that easily. Like the seasoning was really good. The battering was tasty. Um, again, maybe not worth thirteen dollars, mm. uh, but that kind of thing just doesn't bother me because I'm so filthy, stinking rich since uh, I sold this thing. <laughs> you sold it. Uh, what? We should probably so ra- we should thing. probably rate this. All right, yeah. Out of how many everything? out of how many stations? <laughs> I was hoping you were gonna say that. <laughs> uh, how, out of five stations, uh-huh. what would you rate Galloway Grill? Wow, Jeff, we'll start with you. Just this experience. I would give Galloway Grill four stations, mm-hmm. and I would say I love that it's in the Galloway neighborhood. I loved it so much. I would say. I was eating good in the neighborhood. Mm. Sure. Oh yeah, Ford. you're not to. I know you live relatively close. Not to dox you, <laughs> though. I'm pretty sure you talked about that last time you were on. <laughs> near to the <laughs> near to the Galloway Trail. Yeah, trend. relatively. I'm on that quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Applebee's. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on that quite yep. a bit. <laughs> uh, go ahead, Dan. Oh, Andy. I just don't know. Uh, you know. I, I enjoyed those fries. 
I thought the Bavarian pretzels were pretty good. It's pretty expensive. Yeah, it is pricey. It's, uh, I like the location. That's not their location. That's Galloway Station's location. <laughs> mm-hmm. They put the patio there. And literally Galloway, the station, mm-hmm. before that. But I did enjoy it. And it is one of the last places we're doing. And so if I had to, I would go to Galloway Baptist Church, Andy. I would walk through the front doors there. I would climb all the way up to the top of the steeple. Just like a young Alex Bench once scaled the walls <laughs> outside. You can believe his last name, I guess. Uh, uh, who cares? He, he climbed up the wall. I, I, have, I also did that. <laughs> yeah, it was very scalable. It's cool. It's, yeah. They've got these, these rocks, you know, that make out the wall that you can oh, that climb cool. up. Yeah. Really get those little fingers in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to climb just as high as I can get up there. I'm going to get up to the steeple. Uh, and I'm going to, I'm going to take from put my your little pocket, bottom on the tip of the I'm steeple, gonna put my little bottom on the tip of the steeple, <laughs> uh, balanced perfectly. Um, <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with that? I have good balance. Um, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take from my pocket a, a big fat stinky four uh-huh. and Andy <laughs> proclaim to the heavens. Oh, I'm going to reach out with that four in hand. I'm going to drop it on him. Mm. I'm going to drop a four on him. Mm. I'm going to drop a big fat four on him. Yeah. Drop a big fat four on him. Could be the last four you ever drop. I'm going to drop a big fat four on him. (laughs) (laughs) That's a respectable rating then. I think I got to drop a big fat four on him Mm -hmm. also. Probably Um, more like 3.5, but I need to drop another This is coming from many more experiences at this place. I've been to this place 20 or 30 times probably. Uh, and I've had some stuff there that I really enjoyed. They do specials. And one time I had, it was a it was a Nashville hot chicken sandwich, except it wasn't spicy. It was a honey sauce. Mm. And it was awesome. It Such was it. so good. Honey sauce. Yeah. And they it had, <laughs> it, the, the breading was great. It was almost like that. It looked like KFC breading, but it was a lot higher quality than that. I wish they'd bring that back. It was a big old fat chicken breast with the, it was almost like, you know, they have the, the batter that's almost like bubbled out. Uh, so you get a lot of batter crunch in there, mm. and it was that. coated oh, yeah. in this red, red honey sauce. Oh, it was, it was so good! Bring that back, and maybe I'll make it a four point five. <laughs> Ooh, Sorry, holding it for ransom. All right. Wait, did you guys talk about the chicken strip at all? On uh, we uh, owe to we death. Litigated the chicken. Uh, Lily mean, and Stone and Allie Jepson were on a couple weeks ago, uh-huh. and we we had a discussion about the chicken strip. I like because I I mean I think like a lot of people like I took notice of it. And I was like, I call it chicken death row. Mm. And then I saw like someone started calling it chicken strip. And I was like, that's amazing. (laughs) I want to put a sign up that says like now entering the chicken strip or something. You know, I have made fun of it some, but it's mostly just out of jealousy. Like I wish I'd have thought of the chicken strip. (laughs) I know. Same. Yeah. It's unfortunate. It's just perfect. It's right up the road from Happy Family Avenue. That con- highest right. concentration of uh, Chinese restaurants on. in town. Ooh, uh-huh. I just think Springfield, I've thought this for years, should like bigger cities name little areas and have little names for places. Oh, yeah. Like, well, before, what, like Galloway? Like Galloway would be a great name. <laughs> but like before Cherry and uh, Pickwick became much of a thing, like I wanted it to be called Little Italy because there was aughts and emos. Oh, yeah. That's really good. <laughs> Very like, Little Italy. They're like sarcastic I'm sure Italian-Americans <laughs> would, would just love that. The $4 yeah. aughts pasta. The aughts pasta not started by an Italian man. <laughs> 
<laughs> and the pizza the- made from like the, the Wisconsin uh, yeah. <laughs> quarryman cheese. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, this is a very long episode. You're, you may achieve yes. your goal of the yes. longest we episode with a so guest. Long. Uh, longest episode with guests, I believe, was two hours, and oh. that was uh, the last pre-pandemic episode that we did with the people from Pretending to Be People, and I think we all knew that this was going to be the end uh-huh. for a while. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, it's, we're going to do something we haven't done, which is to let someone take a second crack wow. at their last meal. Funny bit. Jeff Houghton... Uh, well, you you staved off your execution last time. Uh, Mayor Kim McClure, person you have met personally, I saw you on stage with them. Yep. Mm-hmm. After noticing him in the hallway at the Gilloys during the intermission at the final taping, I frantically tweeted, "I just brushed shoulders with Kim McClure because <laughs> we've talked about him killing people on this show <laughs> a, a hundred times." Uh-huh. What does that mean? <laughs> oh he, well, he, he's head of the state. Here yeah. at the, the state as a city, sure, mm-hmm. sure, sure. He's the mayor, um, so he has full um, authority to, um, of course, execute anybody held in in gotcha. the Green County Jail here, or uh, yeah. just uh, at will, pretty much as he has exercised it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know, he did come up on stage and read your writ of execution mm-hmm. at the end. <laughs> That's right. Uh, as I tweeted at you. That makes uh, more sense to me now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, he doesn't like things ending. You brought a lot of positive attention to Springfield. Now he's he's very upset mm-hmm. that uh, you've ended the show. And uh, he's going to kill you, Jeff. Yep. He's, he's going to make you watch every Mystery Hour episode and sequence without stopping, tied to a chair. <laughs> that would kill me. Uh, I think last time Jeff was on the show... He was mad that he was doing the mystery hour. He changed his mind. He's a fickle man. <laughs> All these flip-flopping politicians. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And uh, the idea, it's its going to be like a jigsaw scenario uh-huh. where you're going to wind up killing yourself uh-huh. uh, watching, uh-huh. what is it, 224 episodes? 225. Wow. Oh, what a run on of television shows. Yeah. <laughs> High effort, higher uh-huh. effort than this. Yeah, full crew <laughs> involved. Just wow. Stop. Yeah. Okay. Exhausting. So the premise is: Oh, this is the last one. This is the last last meal. Oh wow! Well, Except is. for ours. Except for ours, yeah. Andy. Boy, All right, I'm so excited. You get four items each from locally owned Springfield restaurants: a drink and appetizer, an entree, and the dessert. Jeff Houghton, former host of the Mystery Hour current host of two podcasts as well as runner of the writer's room mm-hmm. ad agency. Is that mm-hmm. the official name? Sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> look him up at writersroom.org.com. Writersroom.co. <laughs> That's <laughs> the one that was available. Oh, okay. That's awesome. Yeah. Put as, as many of those things at the end as you can think of and, you, yeah. and you'll Just give it a shot. It. Yeah. All right. What's your drink going to be? My drink is... A smoked old fashioned from the order <laughs> at the Vandemore. <laughs> the thing that I suggested and that you took last no. time. Was it really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I drink you, you were trying to figure some out, and I was like, how about this one? Uh-huh. And that's the one that you took. That's hilarious. <laughs> Usually when I go places, I'll always get different drinks. When uh-huh. I go to the order, I just get that every time. It's awesome. It's a great drink. And after Mystery Hours, we have our after party there, and I have those. That's funny. Mm. You guys, I, I have a horrible memory. You guys remember our <laughs> previous encounter so much better than <laughs> me. So that's what I would have. 
And then for an appetizer, uh, I would say, please don't. This no judgment. Don't. I would say to Andy's the, clinching his fists. I would say to Mayor McClure, <laughs> please put the appetizer money towards helping the homeless. Mm. I don't care for appetizers. That oh, okay. Oh, okay. So I would not get an appetizer. Finally, a noble cause taken on on the last meals. Every every other freaking guest we have on this thing, not one of them has suggested that Mayor McClure donate the money that would have been spent on some of their last meals to Ooh. a noble cause. Uh-huh. Just horrible. $7 yeah. or so. All right. Then my entree would be a smash burger with Gouda cheese at Civil. Whoa. And Brussels sprouts as a side. Use those as your entree or use your appetizer. No, they're the side. They're the side. Okay. (laughs) No, that money is going to a noble cause. (laughs) A noble cause. But he's taking some extra money and adding it to his entree. (laughs) He knows how to work the system. I'm working the system. It's like Trump giving his presidential salary. That's right. Sure, it doesn't mean anything. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, I love that what very much. What a great thing he did by doing that, you know? Now that man just, can only be described as honorable. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, he's, my, he's my president. I like when he played uh, the YMCA. <laughs> when, he, when, he, when he's leaving office and playing the YMCA over the last yeah. speakers. You know, it's, it's really, you know, the, the Beastie Boys ask themselves that question a lot. YMCA. No, my God. Okay. <laughs> Jeff, I'm going to have to learn how to edit things to, to take over <laughs> and make sure that does not make it. <laughs> so I will say I don't eat dairy mm. for my oh. sinuses, but when I cheat, I do. That's what I do. I do the Gouda cheeseburger at Civil. Mm. And then for dessert, I... A new entry into the Springfield market, newish. I would get a churro from the churro truck on Campbell. Have Delicious. Heard, I've heard great things about that. My brother was on here talking about that, I believe. They opened like, I don't know, three weeks before I went there. I heard about so much just in those three weeks, just from people word of mouth. Yeah. My brother was their first customer on wow. their first day wow. of business. The man loves a churro. <laughs> yeah. And he gives a good review. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then, uh, also again, an honorable man. So I'm taking my appetizer money and putting it towards a post meal coffee. Wow. Which is a coffee, I Wait. think house blend black. <laughs> so you allocated it to I allocated, the houseless. Uh, so I said, and then you unallocated a portion <laughs> of it. So I said, Mayor Ken McClure, I know I said homeless. What I meant was house blend Coffee, a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I am as honorable <laughs> as your president. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Man, that sounds good. That's right good. Now. Yeah. That's house blend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fitting that you broke a bunch of rules because uh-huh. that's what people have done the that's whole right. time. I don't have you ever like when I if I go like you know I host a lot of events and stuff and I'll eat like a banquety type meal mm-hmm. and what they'll often do is you know like a coffee afterwards. Yeah. I always forget about that in real life, mm-hmm. but a coffee after a meal is awesome. So it's nice. really great. So the nice. few times that I've had actual caffeinated coffee after a dessert, it's it's wonderful. Yeah. And you have to be okay with not sleeping. Mm-hmm. True. Um 
Something like as you get the decaf, but it's just not the same. It just is not the same. No, you get not. that metallic aftertaste that all the decafs have. Yeah. Get out of here. Anyway, that was great, Jeff. Thank, Thank you for you sharing so a, for sharing that. your real last meal and not wow. the one that we made up for you as, as you went. <laughs> as I froze. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I guess that just about wraps up the show. Andy, actually, I got a somebody who and we've had this guy on the show before. Mm. Um, <laughs> recently, me and him, we got into sort of a, a deal of sorts. And um, uh, he's a uh, I got to let him back on the show. OK. Of course. Yeah. Is he outside or he's 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 right in the next room. But, you know, I just don't last time he didn't do so well. OK. Um, it, it, it wasn't one of our finest moments, uh, but uh, I'll, I'll just let him in here. Didn't searching his pocket for the keys for some uh, reason. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we keep we lock the door from the inside uh-huh. with a key <laughs> to make sure that the guests cannot escape. <laughs> Uh yeah. Anyway, it's been uh, a couple months since he's been on here, mm. uh, ladies and gentlemen, Curtis Schmo. Oh, hey, what's up, guys? Curtis, hey, how's it going? <laughs> this is so exciting. Yeah, it's me, Curtis Schmo. Welcome <laughs> back, Curtis. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I assume Jeff is probably not familiar with oh, you. Oh yeah, no. Jeff, please um, tell I, me. My more. name's Curtis Schmo. I've been coming on the show here for a little while. Um, I sort of. Popped up pretty big with my first appearance. Yeah. Um, coming on the show, uh, telling the folks. Oh, well, I'm, I should explain. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bit of a conspiracy head. Um, I, you know, I, I, I kind of I go to the places that the people aren't willing to. I'm, I'm, I'm I, I like to get in the in the depths of the internet to really kind of kind of dredge up the stuff that people just don't want to hear. Uh, <laughs> that uh, that old Davy Copperfield has the freaking magical wool pulled over their eyes. <laughs> so anyway, I came on the show the first time and I uh, explained to everybody that actually the water that you're drinking and this, I don't know if you're a listener to the show. Uh, one of the uh, things he does is rehash every old appearance every hey, previous appearance. Hey, you asked me, oh yeah you asked me fella you asked me to rehash it i i you know i i assumed well, I that tell Jeff us was who familiar you are with my, <laughs> this is who i am people. okay <laughs> this is ever this is my right. everything game on the show explained uh whoever the freaking guest was that uh um this water that we're drinking uh this actually comes from some of these lakes and oceans and and the fish they're doing toilet in this water <laughs> we're drinking fish toilet water and then we're doing toilet and water in our homes and some of that water we end up drinking that toilet water <laughs> and this stuff is sick and this is stuff that you're only going to learn if you're a big conspiracy head like me um, and a lot of people think that the the water that they're drinking has never been used as toilet water when it's not even true and a lot of this stuff is like even even if the clouds suck it up and do big cry to the rain uh that still doesn't make the water not not toilet water and, and even you know some of the water could be cloud pee too so like, when you think of it that way um then you know i came on a couple more times and i revealed a few more uh conspiracies to the folks and, and then i notably when crystal uh, quaid was on the show yeah I did. all he did was tell us about uh, his previous yeah. appearances yeah i may have flew a little too close to the sun um, there were there was minor response to While my first appearance through instagram uh, or something yeah yeah she was definitely checking her phone a good amount um you know understandably 
you yeah. know, maybe wasn't the best idea for uh, the hosts of the show, Dan and Andy, to <laughs> invite on a conspiracy theorist mm-hmm. to uh, talk to a sitting politician. To the House Minority <laughs> yeah. Leader. Um, actually, I think, I, Dan, tell me if this right. This is right. Andy booked me that week, right? <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think so. I think he, I think that was Andy's choice. Uh-huh. Yeah, Andy booked me that week for Crystal Quaid, so it's not my fault that it sucked. <laughs> anyway, I beefed it last time. That's the last time I was on the show. Um, like I didn't want to show my face around here again, but then I got... A year and a half ago. <laughs> yeah, it was a while. Yeah, not quite that. Hey, whatever. <laughs> anyway, you know, I, I, I heard that they were getting another guest of clout. Uh, so I decided that I would come on and uh, the thing is like a lot of this stuff people need to know this so they, I need to be on here for big episodes that's why I came on for Crystal Quaid and then I hear that it actually didn't pull in very big numbers anyway um, weird it's true but yeah but but you know Jeff you're you're a man of prowess you, you know certainly more so than uh, Dan and Andy's church friends and I don't, don't want any of those guys on here <laughs> want a big famous guy freaking Jeff Houghton freaking mystery time all it's right. crazy. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, I got to get this information out to the people. Hopefully, uh, this. So you're just starting. What to. you're just starting now. This yeah. New conspiracy theory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah okay, new okay. conspiracy right now. One good two hours into the episode, I'm sure people are really listening. Uh, so, you familiar with iPhone? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know yeah. this thing. Uh-huh. Oh my god! You're gonna have. I'm. I'm about to freak your freaking bean. <laughs> <laughs> and I did forget that that was my catchphrase until just right now. <laughs> so you get this iPhone, pull it out of its ninth box. <laughs> ninth box. <laughs> ninth box. <laughs> <laughs> you know these, you know these calls that this thing makes. Mm. Get this. You're not just talking to iPhone. Someone else, they're listening to these things. Oh. They're listening to every call you make. Uh-huh. So when you think you're just talking to your phone, there's actually someone else on there. Oh. And sometimes it's mommy. <laughs> <laughs> like you press mommy on the phone and you think that you're going to be talking to the phone's mommy mm-hmm. or you're going to be talking to some mommy contained therein. Doesn't have to be the phone's mommy. That's what I've always mommy. assumed. Yeah. yeah. In the phone. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. It's on me all there. I don't know if I believe this. But it turns out that sometimes... <laughs> I think I might have to call mommy right <laughs> oh now. Oh my god! Andy has mommy in his phone. <laughs> it, 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 you know, sometimes you're you're calling mommy, and your actual mommy's hearing some of this stuff you're saying. You can get into a ton of trouble. <laughs> I mean, this, some of this stuff is crazy. You know, and you know, you know, you like type numbers into these things. The iPhone thing. Mm. Those aren't just random numbers you're typing in there. Those freaking go somewhere. <laughs> you type these huh. things in, and then somebody else is like hearing that when you talk to these things. You're not just talking to iPhone. <laughs> okay, this is, you just learned this recently. How'd you find this out? Oh, oh my god, how did I find this out? That's a really good question. Oh man. Oh man. Seems like you should just be able to search your memory and like go back to the moment whenever that dawned on you, or maybe you had an experience. Well, I was reading a book about a big red dog. <laughs> and I think it was something Marmaduke in there. No, no. See what well, yo, actually. Benji the big red dog. Yeah. Is that what it was? <laughs> I was reading Benji the Big Red Dog. And 
big rig dog. You know, big rig dog. You know, with uh, you know, it's it's 2021, and we're coming up on the the anniversary of uh, the biggest tragedy in our nation's history. Um, so I was doing some research on that on iPhone. <laughs> so I typed 9/11, and, and then the freaking cops got so mad at me. <laughs> They like came to my house and they told me I wasn't doing research at all. And then actually what I was doing was a crime. And now mommy is so ticked. <laughs> <laughs> and then some of this texting, you know, this mm. I'm familiar. I do occasionally text. Yeah, that's not just text that you're typing into your iPhone. <laughs> that actually freaking goes somewhere. People are freaking getting this stuff. Uh huh. It's not just an app for text. It goes. Oh, you thought to it would, mommy. So you thought it worked like a notepad, or like some sort of like theoretical notepad app where you oh. could just write down your thoughts. What? <laughs> <laughs> There's a distinction. What? So, so were you like? I mean, like maybe you're doing this, like I've done during sad times or something, just like typing mm-hmm. out my most shameful Sh- regrets. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And, and texting it to the iPhone's mommy. Starting yeah, local too. TV show. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> And just put, you know, putting in text and then typing in, uh, you know, nine, ten digits into the top. Usually ten, not nine. Nine doesn't actually work. Usually, mm-hmm. uh, you type ten digits in there, and uh, you know, you, you enter in your text, and that's the number of the 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 note that you made. That's text number eight hundred seven 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 seven. And then Wait, freaking Aaron on. Sachs you t- at you. <laughs> Texted Aaron Sachs, <laughs> a lawyer. <laughs> no, I, I typed in. Uh, I was typing a note, a little short story, uh-huh. uh, d- d- admitting to a, a, Im- implicating myself in a crime, uh-huh. and and then freaking Aaron Aaron Sachs is on my freaking Sachs. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> you know, other countries have c- other country codes, so Don't their phone numbers are countries. longer. Like really? our country code is one, so like one four one seven. I almost said my own number. Um, uh, like other ones are say eight six or even some are three. Wow, interesting. Stuff, but we're huh? number one. We're number that, one in the world. Alexander Graham Bell. We win. You know, number we've one. had the phones first. Numero uno, Mister Taco Numero Bell. Numero uno, yeah, Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> what? Alexander Taco Graham Bell. Oh yeah, that would have been a good good person to have on the show anyway don't even get me started about <laughs> where he these. steals taco recipes piece from other places yeah <laughs> yeah that would have been pretty good uh-huh. hey alexander graham taco bell there's mm-hmm. still time <laughs> no other guest yeah has a name like that that's just a spin like that anyway um wait can alexander taco graham bell come to the door <laughs> <laughs> sure uh yeah why not Hello, it's me, <laughs> Alexander Taco Graham Bell. Oh, holy crud. <laughs> my my penis freaking freaked right now. <laughs> we got, what, tell me your name again, conspiracy theorist. I'm, of course, Curtis Schmo. Curtis Schmo and Alexander Graham Taco Bell. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, it's Taco Graham Bell. <laughs> Alexander Taco Graham Bell. Uh, I, I invented tacos. He's winking. Oh, He's winking. Yeah. Oh, heck yeah. Man, this is great. Curtis loves it. He's got the inside track of a new conspiracy I knew, theory. I, like, I know about this stuff before anybody else, that this guy, Alexander Taco Graham Bell, stole all the freaking recipes from tacos. I got to go. <laughs> See you. Thanks for joining us. Bye.
anyway, I just figured you guys could get the word out on that stuff. Uh, a lot of also a lot of these like towers that you see out there, they're connected to these freaking mountains. Like they're not just big spikes for uh, like a big <laughs> bubble or something coming towards the earth. They're like freaking actually doing something. Um, anywho, I should say I did purchase the show Spring Food Mode the podcast. <laughs> yeah, figure. Um, I should say. Okay, I want to back up. How uh, did you acquire the uh, capital necessary to purchase Spring Food Mo? What am I saying? Uh. This show has no value. <laughs> well, well, Andy, I, I'm I, I, I'm I'm going to stop you there. Uh, our our IPO is through the roof. Uh, mm. Curtis, wait, what? <laughs> Curtis did have to pay a, a hefty price, uh, the cut of which I will definitely uh, clue you in on soon. Mm. Yeah, well, I, I think will he let told you me know. it was fifty fifty. Yeah. and me. Yeah, <laughs> me and Jeff. Because yeah. we, we get the story. money. We get yeah. the money. Um, Andy continues so producing the 50, show. 50 with you two. What do I like? Get the interest? Like you the get, yearly interest? You'll still be working for the show. You'll yeah. be producing oh, that's my reward. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. You get Got exposure. It. So uh-huh. many people. Yeah. And so, I mean, with the $15 minimum wage coming up soon enough, you're going to be making $15, Andy. All the way. And <laughs> the hourly wage that I have made for doing this show is so low. <laughs> it's probably less than a dollar. Uh, I'm actually going to have to stop you guys right there. Uh, Andy, to answer your question, um, of course, I got my money from my biggest man, mm. Mommy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you know, my, my mommy, she just recently came into a, a meager sum of uh, money. Um, as meager a, sum. Yeah, as a result of a high-profile divorce. Uh, Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, you might have heard about this. Who's your mom? Oh, Melinda, Melinda Gates. Gates. Yeah. Okay. My wow. buddy's Melinda yeah. Gates. That's right. Yep. So, me and my half-brother, uh, we are now owners of the show. Along your half-brother? With a, yeah, my half-brother. Uh, yeah, I don't, you well, have I'm the son of Melinda Gates and uh, um, Tom Cruise. And, uh, <laughs> but, you okay. know, my, my brother, my half-brother, he he's the son of a... You know Melinda and her most recent husband. Uh, you probably know him, Bill William Bill Bill Gates. Oh, I thought uh, it was William Legate. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually not that. And okay. I kind of grew up around the guy. Yeah. He, he's my stepdad. He's real nice. Tom. Tom. I, I call my dad that. Tom. Mm-hmm. Tom Cruise. <laughs> he's always on filming, bringing stuff. And, I'm like, oh, Nanny, play on trampoline with me. He's like, no, I'm uh, I'm jumping out of the bring on the bridge Khalifa or something. I'm Tur- jumping Tur- out Khalifa. of a bridge Khalifa. <laughs> yeah, I'm jumping out of a bridge Khalifa. <laughs> I'm hanging out at Rolling Loud with Bridge Khalifa. Lucy <laughs> Vert. Yeah, and that's my dad, Tom Cruise. Um, yeah. Anyway, my half brother, Cold Stone, Cream Austin. You might be familiar Wait, with him. Really? What? Coldstone Cream Austin. Brothers? Yeah, well. With Coldstone? Yeah, Coldstone Cream Austin. He's the son of Bill and Melinda Gates. That was, of course, revealed on the uh, uh, most recent live show, the Rick Shaw episode. Um, you know, listeners definitely remember that. We are half owners of this organization now, along with a few uh, shadow partners. Um, I did uh-huh. want to step in uh, even further, though, and say, uh, Dan, um, as, you know, as you know, Andy, Dan, not much of a reader mm. kind of a idiot uh, oh dan right yeah yeah he he actually didn't read the fine print on the contract and he he too still works for the show and you two have to do 
these reviews until you die. And <laughs> Wait, what? If you run out of restaurants, we will be building new ones with the uh, revenue from the show. So uh, anyway, I will get going. Um, I'm sure that this storyline will be neatly wrapped up in the next couple weeks. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What the heck? I still have to work for this dumpster? Dumpster? Yeah. He I, was big and blue. <laughs> I meant the show. The show's a dumpster. Oh. I still oh, have to yeah. work for the show. I was trying to get out with old Jeff here. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, that was fun. <laughs> yeah, Curtis, I agree. Great. Curtis is fast. He left. He is fast. Quickly. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, Wait he's rich. He took uh he uh, was airlifted out of here like uh, um, the in the dark night. The, the thing that flies over and like picks him up, you know, mm-hmm. when he's in China. You oh yeah, that <laughs> scene. You're shaking your head like it that didn't one. Happen. That one scene yeah. where they go to China. It's yeah. like, oh, I think I think we might be able to find some additional box office in China. <laughs> 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 that part in Batman where they're looking for box office. Uh-huh. <laughs> Gross. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Batman, we can't use the uh, national surveillance to look for box office. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Wow. Saw Black Widow. (laughs) Yeah. Look, we're almost to two hours. Uh Let's get it. You might be able to break that record. Let's get there. (laughs) I guess we could put an ad at the top. Did you like Black Widow? Not really. Yeah, I've heard mixed reviews. Yeah. My 23rd favorite Marvel movie. (laughs) If you include the TV shows... It's going to be my 26th favorite. Yeah. Yeah. We watched, we had a little backyard movie night with a projector on the house with uh, my eight year old, my three year old, two of the, another eight, eight, and five year old. And we watched uh, Jurassic Park. Oh, that's fun. Nice. It is terrifying yeah. for kids. Yeah. I forgot it's, it's just a horror movie with mm-hmm. dinosaurs in the dark yeah. and rain and like specifically a horror movie for children like the, the children yeah. suffer like well that's a whole <laughs> Spielberg are thing stalked by it, dinosaurs and more Spielberg movies than not he puts children in danger mm-hmm. but after a certain point the tension like once you realize that pattern the tension dissipates if yeah. you're an adult because you know they're always going to be fine <laughs> kill a kid Spielberg oh well come on I, Jimmy gets put through the ringer like he the does, writers yeah. on <laughs> I he noticed it around kids. 2003 with the the kids in Munich. Like you just yeah. know that nothing's gonna happen mm-hmm. to him. <laughs> yeah, what a bad guy. He has a well, soft spot for kids. <laughs> well, it, it <laughs> well, it's true. There's a, the the phone bomb scene in Munich. Uh-huh. Like the whole tension is like the kid is walking up towards the phone. Is he gonna pick up the phone so it explode or whatever? I was implying that Eric Bana's character was played by a child oh. trying to track down the, the, the Munich Olympic bomber. Well, no, I was thinking of a specific example but of a child in danger in Munich that has no attention whatsoever because you know that kid is going to be fine. That's funny. My That's eight-year-old is just like picking up on stuff like that. Showed him Munich yet? That was showed him Munich. But he, uh, uh, you know, it's like it's high tension part of Kid and Boy it is. And he just says, they're going to make it. They're the main <laughs> characters. <laughs> He's figured it out already. Yeah, He's figured it out. You just got to start introducing them to things like The Descent and Funny Games. Mm. And, and, and uh, uh, you really broaden his cinematic view. <laughs> and check out Melancholia. <laughs> I met this dude hanging out last night, and this dude was like t- talking about movies and stuff. It's like, I can't make friends with this guy because then I'll just miss it. It's like just another person oh, to miss. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's a unique part so of nice. moving. Yeah. Anyway, um, Thanks for coming back, Jeff. Thank yeah, you. I'm not so sure much. if this is the longest episode uh, with a guest yet. 
as gonna, long as it's up there. It's going to be mm. a lot fun for me to edit tomorrow oh, yeah. morning whenever I uh, <laughs> already have to record two other podcast episodes. It is certainly longer than I had promised my girlfriend it would be. <laughs> oh, yeah. We have another episode to record oh, this yeah. afternoon. This afternoon. <laughs> and yeah. then comes lunch. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again, Jeff. Yeah. Thank you. Writersroom.co. Anything you want to leave people with? Stay cool. Ooh, it's good. Wow. It's real good. Wow. Love that. Mm. Bye, everyone. As always, from Spring Food Night. Stay cool. cool. <laughs> Spring Food Media.